gentlemen, it's the Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, film related, along with any of the goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, Proof Concept Studios, what the fuck is going on? What up, what up, man? Yo. Yo, we are Oof. two weeks out from the end of the year, like, I still can't Oh, shit, well, it would help if your <laughs> mic wasn't also muted. <laughs> now I'm going to mute myself. Um... <laughs> So no, what I was saying was like we we're two weeks out from the end of the year, dude. I really still can't believe that like we've like this is it. That's crazy. Yeah, twenty one, uh, twenty twenty one, almost in the books. Couldn't come fast enough though. I will say that. Like I'm I'm done with this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not to say that I had a bad year, mm. but like I'm just re- let's keep moving forward. You know what I mean? Twenty twenty two sounds you, nicer anyway. That's what you say when you had a bad year. <laughs> or I'm just trying to, you know, I had a good year and I'm trying to get out of this year before it goes to shit. Yeah, that's fair. I, I've had a pretty good year. It's been, uh, uh, it's been a weird year. Uh, I will say that. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's been a weird year, strange year. Uh, but I'm not, I, this year I'm not putting too much stock into, oh man, the changing of the years and next year is going to be real. It's going to be my year now. Nah, fuck all that shit. Uh, it's either like you, I feel like you have to have other goalposts outside of just like the changing of the calendar, right? Like there's gotta be, there's, there's gotta be like a goal. And I mean, it, it, if it just so lines up with the calendar and fine, but it should be like, because the thing is, that's how it's naturally happening. Is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, like yeah. just because the year's changing over does not mean that oh the God. problems of the previous yeah. <laughs> year will not follow you. Like, yeah. just because there's a new year doesn't mean like you no longer owe Visa that like <laughs> that those thousands of dollars yeah. back that you spend on your credit card or like your student loans don't go away. Yeah. You know, your crazy ex is not going to go away either. Um, it's kind of like when people say like. You know, like, oh, I'm so, like, stressed where I am. You know, I just want to move to California. And, like, well, whatever stresses you have here, they're probably going to follow you there, too. It doesn't just go away. The weather's nicer. Yeah, But you still have to have a plan. There's something to be said about that, about, like, trying to, like, run away from your problems instead of just, like, kind of, like, meeting them head on. Eventually, they're just going to come back to bite you in the ass. And this is coming, you know, straight from somebody with very direct experience. Uh, trying to, you know, kind of just let things kind of go under the table or those things that are left unsaid or left undone. Eventually, they're just going to come back and bite you in the ass anyway, so you might as well just fucking tackle them. Just get it over with, you know? Yeah. And uh, and keep it keep it moving, man. But uh, but what's what's going on, man? How 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 was your TV and uh, movie life? What do you what do you what are you watching these days? I know, uh, and I will. I'll get right back to that in just one sec, but I'll, I'll go ahead and rattle off some things that are coming out this week, next week. We Let's do Spider-Man, it. Spider-Man No Way From Home, uh, obviously dropping this week. Uh, are we seeing that? What are we doing? Um, yo, I'm not like, pr- I, I hear, I hear it's amazing. I'm not pressed either. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressed, pressed to see it. Yeah, yeah. But, but the problem is, is I don't want to know what the fuck happens. And I know social media is it. Yeah. There's going to be to a million spoilers. Like yes. you're not going to be able to go on Instagram without like uh, seeing Oh, here's the post uh, credit yeah. scenes or whatever. So, so that's the only, and I guess that's genius marketing strategy, right? Create all this fucking mystique around the movie, you know, uh, and everybody's gonna want to go see it be- simply because they don't want the shit to get ruined by social media. Um, so I think that's my only reason to go see it. I, I might, either, if we don't see it together, I might just go ahead and go solo um, because then I'll just be able to find like a quick seat 
like in the middle of like a day, you know, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I don't have to worry about lining schedules up and shit like that. Just go ahead, a little matinee showing or some shit. I definitely don't want to go see it during peak hours. No, you know what I mean? Awful. Like, I want to go either like awful. in the morning or like midday or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, am I gonna see it? Yes. Like, am I fucking going nuts to see it? And like, like some people are on the internet. No, no not at all. People squaring up <laughs> over these. Tickets. Yo, yeah, I've seen like fights break out in movie theaters. I, I've seen like people in line like Let me fighting somebody over fucking watching Tom Holland in a fucking mask for three hours. No. Yeah, okay, that's that'll. I've got other shit to do, guy. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I have different priorities. There's nothing you could do or say like I'm gonna fight you over like oh Spider Man No Way Home or whatever. Venom's gonna be in it. Uh, no, he's nah. not. Like, I, don't care. I, don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who's gonna be in it. <laughs> um. Uh, but we have Swan Song coming out uh, this week with uh, Maharshala. Yep. I believe uh, that's how it's pronounced. We were struggling last week, still probably struggling this week. I, I definitely know it's not Maharshala. It, it's not. No, I, I know that for sure. Did you Did you see him say it? Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's like uh, Marshala or Mershala Ali, and it's not like Maharshala. <laughs> we're not getting closer. <laughs> um. So, uh, Swan Song comes out uh, this week. Uh, I'm really interested about it. I'll definitely watch it. It, it comes out on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, uh, then next week, uh, the big one. Yeah, the, that, the this is the one I'm waiting the for. The big one. Uh, the Matrix Re- uh, Resurrections. Um, I saw the uh, the, the Matrix Awakening uh, Awakens. Um, it was basically just like um, it, it was using the Unreal engine i uh, i don't know what the fuck unreal is i'm, I'm I, I don't keep up with games all that much uh but apparently it's just supposed to, basically it's supposed to look like mad realistic mm-hmm. um and they, they do a lot of different things with uh with with this uh this game so to speak um in order i've to never seen that before what's off, it called uh the matrix awakens is this oh, oh okay the video game yeah, yeah. um so they, they it's, it's awesome because they basically make you guess like what is not real and what is real like because they actually have keanu reeves like acting in it but some of it's him actually acting some of it's uh this animated stuff or i guess the the game stuff uh but anyways it looks pretty fucking dope um no this shit does look real as fuck yeah um and uh anyways i i just can't fucking wait for this movie man i i I, my expectations are i feel like correctly tempered in that i don't have tremendously high expectations I'm fully prepared for it just not to be good, but I just a little bit of hope, a little bit of hope. Maybe it is. Maybe it's fucking dope as shit. I don't know. Either way, I'm just going to be glad to see these characters again. Um, I, 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 I have grown, I love the matrix when it first came out. I have only grown to love it over the years. Uh, I, in, in understanding it more than I, than I, than I did when I first watched it, uh, or even subsequent times and watching it. I, I feel like only recently have I really sort of grasped what they were doing. And even then it's, it's still like, there's a lot, there's a lot of field there to, to mine. Um, I don't even know if that analogy I just used was correct, but <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyways, that comes out next week. Yeah, man, that's the one. I'm, that's the big one I'm looking forward to. Like that's the that's the last exciting movie of the year for me. I don't know what. Well, never mind the Rams movie, the Kurt first Warner all, story all, is the Rams. Movie. It's the Rams movie. <laughs> it's Kurt Warner movie. Kurt Warner's time. life story. Yeah. <laughs> um, that does come out on Christmas Day, so I will be seeing that in theaters too. So between oh, Matrix God. Four, you're, you're going to go to theaters to see. Yes, that? in my Rams gear. Ew. 
Yep. That's gross. You come with me? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> All are welcome. That's an emphatic no. <laughs> what the fuck? I look like on Christmas Day going to go see fucking Just movie. Missing time with, with your with family. Zach Levine, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Playing Kurt Warner. Okay, I don't Ugh. even know who's in the movie. All I know Sounds is it's gross. about the Rams. Uh, Anna uh, Paquin? Packing? Whatever. Uh, she was rogue in uh, X-Men. Cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she plays his wife. Uh, and, and also, I should say, shout out to uh, shout out to, to real life Anna. Um, not real life Anna. She actually, Anna Packing is actually, that's literally her name. Um, so she's actually real. I meant, uh, shout out to uh, Addie and Anna. Um, I know Anna's uh, not feeling too well right now, but uh, thankfully she's she's on the men's. Uh, so yeah, get get well soon. Yes, uh, get we, well soon, please. Well. Um, but uh, a lot of other things coming out next week. Uh, they got um, Encanto, uh, which actually looks pretty fucking dope. It's the animated yeah, kids the animated movie, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's fine. You can just leave it off. If gonna you're, see if that you're shit. Struggling to put the top. No, I got <laughs> it. I listen. I'm gonna figure this out one way or another. Here we go. I'm, I'm doubting it. Every Here we go. Each moment, I'm doubting you more. Uh, of course, Underdog comes out next week, uh, as we mentioned before. Don't look up. Uh, comes out on Netflix. Uh, and that the I movie with like Leo and, and Leo, Meryl Streep and uh, uh, Jennifer um, Lawrence, Lawrence and yeah, yeah, uh, and, a, and a whole host of people. I think. Um, I also think what's his name? Um, Jonah Hill, I believe. I think yes, I'm no, sure. he's in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we have a journal for Jordan. Of course, it's just probably just Michael B. Jordan running without without a shirt for about an hour or so. So <laughs> I'm sure people will get a kick out of that. Uh, the tragedy of Macbeth comes out next week, uh, starring of course Denzel Washington, um, and uh, the the much heralded uh, Licorice Pizza. I believe that's Paul Thomas Anderson's new flick, uh, but I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, anyway. I, I've seen posters for that. Not really interested. Yeah, it's fine. I, I I don't doubt that it's probably not your your cup of tea. It's uh it's more more of a kind of an indie film vibe to it. Even really, I just movie. mostly hate the title. Licorice Pizza. Why? Yeah, I just fucking stupid. Like you gotta be a better movie title than that. Why? You don't like I'm is sure that, that is that what was in like the writers room or something like that on this movie? Like they just had licorice and pizza One. and they got lazy. You're like, oh fuck it, I'm running late. Licorice Pizza. Well, I'm sure that has ties into the story somehow. Like maybe it's like the title of like maybe like a pizza shop or something like that. Or you know, it probably does. Yeah, but it still makes me not want to see the movie. So I guess I'll never know. That's a hey, look, man. What's a good title for a movie to you? What's a what's a, what's a nice strong? It's one of my favorite movie titles. Yeah, sure. Hmm. What is that movie with um with a uh, fucking. Uh, with Oscar Isaac, because like if you don't even remember the name of the movie, it's, it's, it's like a most cruel summer or a most cruel winter or something like that. Uh, a most I, violent winter. I don't. Was that with Oscar Isaac? I thought that was. Yeah, yeah, was that yeah. with a dude from? Uh, was that Aragon? No, no, no. I definitely had Oscar Isaac. It's like a most violent. I'm pretty sure it was like a most violent winter. But that's but that's your favorite title. A most know? violent year. And that's that's the thing that does it for you. It's one of my favorite movie titles. Yeah. Why? Or No Country for Old Men. Okay, No Country I can kind of get, but The a Most Violent Year? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> It's just like, it's very poetic. How, how is it poetic? Because. A Most Violent Year? Yeah. You don't like it? <laughs> when I think of great movie titles, I think like that's one I put in my list. That's one of the movie titles I always go to. And I'm like, right, you know, that was like well, just like. It was just it, it. It fit the movie. It made sense. It's poetic. It sounds like I. Right, I want to see that. A most violent year. 
Ooh, that's a, that's a movie about a year where bad shit happens. <laughs> Let's see it. Fair enough. Uh, I actually don't know what my favorite movie title is. I don't. Oh, do you want to make fun of me? At least I, I got one. I do want to make fun. Get of Get yours, buddy. Uh, well, so so the reason why I don't think I have one is because I feel like I would default to whatever my favorite movie is. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think I. No, no, you I gotta mean, I, detach I, yourself emotionally from this question. I I don't know if I can. Um, because I, I just like what you're talking about with licorice pizza. It's like to me. I don't know what that that's a, I like I couldn't obviously it's it's not very sort of intuitive in terms of like what it's about um but there's a there's a world where you could watch licorice pizza and like oh shit licorice pizza you know what I mean like it could turn into a thing based on the movie itself right and so I feel like that's where I'm at where that's that's why it's hard for me to figure out my favorite title for a movie because um I don't know like you know it's another good one mm. gone in 60 seconds Mm. Yeah, that's a good I, that's a good movie title okay yeah, it, yeah. it fits perfectly you know what i mean like what the gist of the movie is about and not even know like let's say you knew nothing about the movie and you just hey, someone says hey do you want to go see a movie called gone in 60 seconds mm. you're like that sounds pretty pretty interesting i don't know if it if, if it's all that but, <laughs> but I, I was gonna say fuck I, I had one and i just forgot what it was um i've always liked the uh the star wars movies in terms of their their title mm, like yeah revenge of the sith Right, that just that sounds like some dope shit. Empire you know Strikes I mean? Back. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. New Hope. Uh, uh, the Return of the Jedi. It just sounds like an adventure. Like it yeah. sounds like we're going yeah. To go I'll give somewhere. Star Wars movies like their credit. They've definitely had some good titles. Yeah, there there was one I just thought of that uh, you made me forget with your your. What, what, I don't even remember what movie. The most violent movie. year. Yeah. That was a great uh, one. Uh, anyways, whatever. Let's move on. Um. Uh yeah, so that's what's coming out this week. Uh, what what are you watching right now, man? What's 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 in, what's in your what's in your what's in your streaming you know recents? I rewatched the final episode of The Sopranos recently because I was like, just I saw this thing. Uh, no, I mean I've seen all of The Sopranos. No, no, I know. I'm I'm saying, but like you just watched like the final episode just. Yeah, yeah, because I, I saw something I'd be so on lost, dude. I'd be like, "What the fuck is?" <laughs> I don't well, know I mean, any of these plot lines that's, that are happening right now. Yeah, well, I've seen everything, and, I, and I, I've I, seen it too. I yeah, I finished it. it I finished it like more recently than uh, than you probably did. Oh yeah, shit, because you never finished it. Ah. We were watching it for the um, yeah, yeah, the bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta bring that back, by the way. Yes, yes. Um, but I was um, you know, I watched it a while ago. I think when I watched it, it was just like a lot of it didn't make sense to me. Then I like heard this thing as I was scrolling through Instagram, so about like. Uh, it's like one of the greatest shows of all time with the worst ending. So I rewatched it and like for sure, I think of all the shows that I've seen, mm-hmm. I do think Sopranos has like the worst ending I've ever no. seen. I, I, I simply and I actually get weirdly enough. We got I got into a conversation this past uh, weekend, this past Sunday uh, about this with uh, with Fave and JP. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think because things don't end how we want them to end or think that they should end we deem them as like worse ending so people usually mention breaking bad as like one of like the best endings or, or best one of the best shows ever if not the best show ever and they they love the ending right but my question always is what was at all unexpected about the breaking bad ending nothing everything happened exactly how we kind of thought it would right some time had passed by walter basically um lamented you know his whole fucking escapade as uh uh what's his name um 
not Walter White, but the uh, his his alter ego. Uh, Heisenberg. Heisenberg, right? Um, so he tries to make amends with uh, his, 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 I guess, then ex-wife? Or I don't know if they were divorced by then. but um, and, uh, and he tries to make good uh, uh, by saving Jesse as well. Um, and then I, I guess he kills the, uh, the two people who are like... The people who like were like... Running the shit. Or, yeah. Um, and so uh, there was nothing about Breaking Bad that was just like, oh okay, this is like really interesting. They're going in like a really crazy direction here or or this leaves me with something to like really think about. There was nothing really, at least on its face. I'm, I'm maybe, you know, somebody out there can be like explain to me, oh, well, here's some, some of the t- subtext that I missed. But I think by and large, it was just kind of just, nah, okay, at least to me. Um, but Sopranos, I feel like is misunderstood because for one, they already kind of tell you that this is, they allude to something like this is probably going to happen. And then two, um, it's the perfect way to, to end a story about kind of a murderous <laughs> psychopath who didn't really value life a lot, you know? Um, and to, to end it in that fashion, spoiler alert, I guess to, you know, to anybody who hasn't seen the end of the Sopranos by now. Um, but it ended in such a way that, left you wondering like what the fuck actually like happened and to try to piece together okay like what do we know what's the whole vibe of the show you know um and what is it trying to like what is it steering us towards and i I feel like there's so much in the show that brings you to that that ending and it's it's a satisfying ending not in the sense of like you get closure but it's a satisfying ending for that show like for everything else that happened is the same thing with game of thrones i thought game of thrones had a had a fitting and there were a couple of things i took exception with like say with uh brand becoming um you know the, the king I, I thought that was kind of like eh. but i feel like the general gist of the ending was like okay yeah this is this actually makes sense based on the rest of the show it's just i feel like we're so used to just normal stories of just ending in very cookie cutter ways that when we see something that's like daring and shocking and 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 doesn't try to tie everything up in nice little fucking bow we like we start malfunctioning we don't know how to fucking take it because i hear you uh, it was very poetically well said but nah that's bullshit listen the ending was terrible like it why was it terrible? um it was there's one thing to leave the audience with like an open ending right where it's like you're not entirely sure what happens next, right? Do the character do they live on and fall in love? Do they get married? Do they have kids? Do they break up? Do they die? Like you're not you're entirely sure. A lot of uh, romantic comedies. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like you know, sometimes in like romantic comedies, you don't know yeah. what happens to the couple, Fair right? Enough, yeah. um, in this one, like I remember the music uh, yeah, yeah. in that it's scene. Bruce Springsteen. It was just like really upbeat, yeah. like Bruce Springsteen song, right? Everything. And that you're like, this music doesn't quite fit like what I'm seeing visually, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I know time had passed, and then like Meadows trying to park her car, and she can't fit, and she's trying to park more, and then like there's obviously like something going on in the in the diner. Maybe there's some people in there who are not too friendly, but then you don't know if they're like gonna kill Tony or if they're just people who happen to be in the diner, and it's just like cut this way that like kind of uh force you to have a little bit of anxiety about what's going on um but it's just like really upbeat it's really really random it's really spotty and then nothing happens and you're just I wouldn't like, say nothing I wouldn't say nothing happens like so the the guy looks like he's about to like 
either pull a gun out or or uh, or something, and then it flashes to to to, to black. Basic, and I and I think they've confirmed as much that yeah, like Tony does die at the end. Um, but I'm sorry, finish what you're saying. You no, allowed I mean, me I, to speak. No, no, that's what I was gonna say. Is like you know, uh, nothing kind of happens. Meadow walks through the door, and then you kind of see like the guy, and he has like a look on his face. And then that's it. Then if it, then it goes to black, and you never really see what happens. You know what? I would have loved just a just a just a touch of, maybe the people who are in the diner at the time. Like if Tony does die, maybe we at least get to see him like, re- like put his hand in his pocket and like. Reach I'm pretty for sure that gun. that happened, right? No. All so the last scene is Meadow walking through the door. Yeah. And they're all like, "Hey, you know, just kind of like happy to see her." Yeah. But like. Throughout the scene, like of her, the time that they spend waiting for her to park, you can tell that there are people in the diner who more than likely are not friendly to Tony and that right. they're going to shoot. Right. But like, I wish like even if just for one second, a split second, you maybe see that guy reach for his gun or pull the gun or like make a gesture towards like something that will give you that indication that like, all right, you know, something happened to Tony. At least then I can get a, a taste of like, all right, maybe something did happen because like there, there's also a very good possibility that nothing happened until the creators of the show came out years and years later to say, uh, yes, you know, after that thing, Tony died. Well, so I, I think it was like a, it was like a line in the show, uh, either that same season or the season before, somewhere around the end of, towards the end of the show, where uh, I think Tony's on a boat with, I think, I forget who he's on a boat with. I, it's been a long time since I've, since I've watched it. Um, but I remember him saying, like um you never see it coming you know like when when he's talking about like somebody dying and if you think about all the ways that tony himself has killed somebody where it's just like the person just doesn't see it coming and then all of a sudden boom they're yeah. gone right i think that's essentially what they were trying to convey with this which is um for for as long and it's it's actually kind of beautiful in a way in that like we were conflicted in rooting for tony right because he's clearly like the main character and we've, got, we've gotten to see his journey both the good things that he did and obviously the mainly the bad things that he did we got to see all of that shit right and through it all we kind of rooted for him but also kind of thought he was a piece of shit and we kept oscillating between uh, between that those two right and for everybody that he killed maybe sometimes he would have a reason to kill somebody but i think for instance like when when uh when it was him and chris right like when uh when he killed chris it was just like at that point we were like whoa what the fuck dude like there was like you didn't have to kill chris like you chose you just chose to do that you yeah know? um uh and i and i think that with the way that we saw it go out it it, it stays true to that motif of you never see it coming you know and i and i, I feel like i don't know i don't know i i feel like i i can appreciate something like this way more than I can appreciate something like Breaking Bad where it's just like, okay, we get all the you know, uh, everything sort of concluded in like a boom, 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 boom. Okay, we had this storyline, close it off. We had that that storyline, close it off. We have the other storyline, we close it off. Like, you know, like I, I feel like that's just too, you're giving me too much there. You're not leaving me with enough to like actually think about, you know, whereas like it feels like you're being spoon fed there versus something like Sopranos, which I'm not going to lie. Had I been watching it live, I probably would have been pissed, right? But having the benefit of kind of knowing that there was a controversial ending. Sure. And, and like that, that is what makes like maybe, maybe now today makes it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But like, again, it was years and years before like the actual creators of the show came out 
and like made that statement that yes something in fact did happen to tony so imagine like having seen the last episode live like as it was airing and then having to wait like the you know five six seven years well, or whatever you gotta draw your own conclusions man That's sure sure I, I get that but at the same time it's like when a story is told you want to hear a complete story or you want to hear a story that like leaves you wondering but gives you like breadcrumbs to get there like, what are, we didn't really get much here what what ending are we talking about right now are we talking about the breaking bad exit or are we to, or, or, i'm talking and, about no no, no 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 I'm, I'm 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 sorry it was kind of a rhetorical question like we're talking about the sopranos and i feel like that that was kind of the purpose of that type of ending right to to leave you like uh, uh, to leave it to the audience to debate and discuss of like what the fuck actually like happened here versus again nobody really ever talks about the Breaking Bad exit outside of people saying oh yeah I liked it yeah like nobody really like there's nothing controversial there there's nothing to really think about it's just okay you just wrapped everything up cool yeah you know what this felt like to me like you know it felt like the last bite of a very good meal and the last bite's the worst I don't know if I've ever had that me neither <laughs> but this, but, but I like, cannot really. But I, I can, I, like you know, just using my imagination here, that's what this felt like. Like so much of the show was so good, and then like you're waiting for that last bite. To either maybe it's not the best bite, maybe it's just satisfactory, right? But like overall, the like meal maybe was if great. you're eating pie and you get to the crust last. Sure. And then it's just yeah. like ugh, all the feelings, and it's just like dry and whatever. But even then, you could still say, you know what? I enjoyed the pie itself. Yeah. But like in this particular case, how do you the, think The Sopranos ranks against uh, Game of Thrones in terms of ending? Yeah. Or just like show in general? Uh, specifically the ending, but I mean, I guess if you uh, I I know people hate how season eight of Game of Thrones. They hate what happened in the final episode. I thought it was fucking great. Hmm. I thought that ended it ended it in such a great way. Now, granted, um, what what dragon took Daenerys was it Drogon or Drog? Yeah, Drogon. Yeah, Drogon. Yeah, I believe. We don't know what happened to Drogon and Daenerys. I mean, there's a story that they took him to to the to the red whatever, and then yeah. Daenerys might be reborn. But Priestess. it was a very very exciting, fulfilling ending. The last bite was delicious. Um, with the Sopranos, the last bite was like it was as if you were going to take your last bite, and then someone slaps it out of your hand, and then bring, <laughs> okay, that, fair and enough. then that's brings a, you the bill. Like, that's a problem. You're just like, <laughs> what happened? Like, and, and you already had a gratuity. Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't under tip you less than you deserve. For terrible last bite. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, endings, man. Endings are hard, man. I, I wished. Uh, I, I wished. Uh, it showed that I wish it ended a lot earlier than it did was uh, uh, Supernatural um, because I, I thought the the original ending which I believe was supposed to be the end of season 5 I was like oh my god this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen you know um, but then they continued and so I feel like I, I'd rather leave on that kind of note of leave them wanting more you know it's like you know that's that's a, that's the old saying right um always leave the audience wanting more you mm-hmm. know um and i feel like even though people take issue with it i believe that's what uh the sopranos did and i don't know i, I wanted less when i saw that ending no you like, wanted more you literally you've spent all this time saying you wanted more <laughs> i mean if they had ended it if they if that was the ending then i wish they'd ended it sooner 
maybe that maybe even the episode before confused, i don't know <laughs> like so I, I, yes i did want to know like what happens but i say like, if that's the way you're going to end it then like you should have ended it on like on a better episode earlier in the season or something like that i don't know Fair ended enough. on the episode where he killed chris like that'd have been like oh shit Yikes. this guy's off the rails yeah i feel like if you ended there then i don't know i i feel like a part of the thing with the sopranos was tony was kind of a piece of shit uh and he just like he he was like the last man standing there at the end right like there's a lot of people who fucking died along the way um and tony's been a piece of shit basically the entire time and he was still there and it was kind of just like okay he kind of got his at the end but we don't really get the satisfaction of seeing that right yeah that we see this dude do evil thing after evil thing i think that's kind of how the world goes right people do evil shit all the fucking time blatantly so and they just they show up on wednesday to the to the zoom meeting like hey guys how's it going (laughs) like nothing happened you know um a little bit yeah i get that so so yeah yeah Uh, but to answer your original question what else am i watching i'm also watching dexter right now Um, are you just starting dexter i'm in season four uh, but I mean, like you're watching it for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but we're, I, I need we're, we're burning through. Have you ever seen it? I, I'm debating on if I should start it or not. I, um, it, it's really good. It's uh, it's, my girlfriend. She she like you know Emily wanted me to watch it, and uh, it's one of her favorite shows. Um, one of the things that I noticed last night about the show is that like people, the characters in the show are very much playing characters, mm. and there's a path of ease to everything that's happening in the show for the main character that is to for me getting so unrealistic that it's like distasteful hmm. you know it's like there's no fucking way that any of this would happen like you know do you are you familiar with dexter i like he's like basically like a serial killer who kills other people who yeah he's a bad serial shit. killer who kills bad guys right sure. he has this code right yeah um but like yo he'll literally like just pull up right in front of the like a bad guy's house like walk right up past the ring doorbell that has like the fucking motion sensor <laughs> go in kill them for like eight hours chop their bodies up and then walk out no one sees him he never gets caught no what are you talking about it's america what the fuck do you mean i right, agree yes he's a white man and he does work for the police department but still <laughs> especially <laughs> yeah. the fuck with as many uh fucking uh you know how they fucking just scrub evidence and shit I'm like uh did that actually happen yeah no it seems granted, a little murky would be the one to come and like do the crime scene exactly be like, that, who would have off. more confidence in committing yeah. a crime like that but it's like nothing not, i'm not gonna say nothing goes wrong there's just like a path of ease to everything that's happening in the show that like, yeah. i'm starting to get, get bored with mm. and um i know how that could be and, and like uh, the acting is not stellar you mm. know what i mean it's just like an interesting show so am i am i having fun with it yes but like she keeps asking me like oh, isn't this the best show ever i'm like no no not at all have you ever explored what what it is that you two like what are the differences like so for instance like there there are a lot of times where you'll you'll say like oh well she likes this and i hate this or i like this and she hates this have you ever explored like what like gotten to the root of of what the differences are because i'd be curious to see like what uh because i could tell you like uh me and uh my girlfriend like the differences in in like i guess our taste uh is that i like things she she likes tv she watches tv kind of passively mm-hmm. meaning that she doesn't really like diving in like with something where she has to, like really like usually she's like working at the same time or like i don't know she's just like 
this is just something that's on right yeah um and so she'll watch something like that's very like face value she, like she watched like the fosters right which is a very face value type of thing they don't have too many complicated scenarios where we have to really question like the morality uh in our own life you know like th- it's not really deep shit um whereas i feel like i like to watch things that and i don't mean to sit because i sound like an asshole when i say this of like oh i'm a deep thinker and it's like i, I don't think that's it i just i don't like things being like spoon fed to me you yeah know what I mean? yeah and so i feel like that that's kind of like a, at the root of our differences and, yeah and, i feel like for for her she likes um she attaches herself to like certain characters in shows right mm, okay. where it's like i like this show because of this one character and then all the characters around them are like supporting characters right but like you know she loves the show because she likes dexter right she likes mm. him everything about him his psychology the reason why he does what he does like dexter is like the reason why you know for her why she likes the show mm-hmm. whereas for me and you know in another show that she loves uh vampire diaries right and it's all about like stefan and elena stefan and elena stefan and elena and, and everything that happens around them too or like damon stefan and elena and like those characters right yeah. uh, um, i never watched the show but doesn't she end up with name um i think she smashes them both right both of them hit like and i'm like yo, i'm sorry i don't care if my brother smashed i might smash too but i'm not fitting to wife you after that like no i can't bring you to thanksgiving dinner it's like you know, it's, it's just weird yeah cousins laughing like yo you girl you smash your brother you still with her like what are y'all doing i'm not doing that um but anyway so like um again she's really like she i think she's more attached to like, characters and then like relationships in the show mm-hmm. whereas i need everything else around it to believable even if i like a certain character like we were talking about power right and how um yeah terrible show to bring up with this exact thing in mind if you talk about unrealistic characters and things and well i, I feel well, like at least at least power was somewhat rooted in like reality what like it's drug dealers in New York City now granted was it though <laughs> there, there were certain things about the show that were very much like situational like this is could only really happen yeah, in a when show go, when Ghost shows up like fucking Batman and he disappears like fucking Batman that's why they call him Ghost <laughs> yeah very unrealistic but I, I what I like was. are shows where not only is it somewhat like rooted in reality like hey like this is like real situations real people and there's a sense of reality here but like it's not anchored by like one character and one character relationships or one character and, mm. and like that person's it's not just from that person's individual perspectives like there are many other perspectives going on around here and there's a sense of like you know real and i don't that's why i don't like teeny shows uh what, what is that genre called that addy likes oh uh why uh, yeah young adult. i don't like i don't like young adult shows like where like because in, in Vampire Diaries, they're like, literally, they're like, I think the show starts off and they're like sophomores in high school, but they're just like running around town, like no adults. It's very, very unrealistic. Like, yo, n- no sophomore, it has like, you know, this mansion that's, that they own, they're living by themselves and they're running around town fucking around with vampires solving crimes. Well, but I mean, isn't it all relative to what our own experiences are? Meaning that like, for one, we find appealing whatever we find appealing like so for instance you'll forgive stuff that's like unrealistic in the thing if you can identify with enough of it right like there'll be like some highly unrealistic shit uh god what's a show that i I love danger right 
whole show is unrealistic, right? <laughs> but there are certain tenets of it that I just really identified with. And so it's like I can forgive all the other bullshit because I identify with a certain part of it so much that it's to me. And when you mentioned power, I was like, uh, to me, power's right up there <laughs> with unrealistic shows because just how much preposterous shit happened. Um, you know, how many times Ghost was either about to die, go to jail, get jammed up, and then just miraculously, he just, oh, I knew how to have his cell phone there, and then I called the person, and then they were able to connect, and then it's just, uh, come on. Uh, it's like fucking like, um, it's like that meme of uh, Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with like the fucking strings and shit going everywhere. That's ghost like every fucking episode. I haven't seen that meme. Uh, yeah. Um. But but I, I I say all that to say I feel like it's 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 up it's in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. Like, like how some how realistic something is is just I guess proportional to how much of it you identify with. Um. And so I'm and I I, I keep I keep doing this. I interrupted what you were saying. No, no. But let's actually pause for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold up. Let me get the. Uh, let me get the graphic up. Let me get this paused. All right, y'all. I'm not going to leave y'all completely without some entertainment. What do you guys think? What's, uh, what's, you know, if, if you have a significant other or if you have somebody who you usually watch shit with, uh, and you guys have different tastes, what do you attribute it to? What's the, um, what's the reason? I'm always curious about reasons for shit. Like, you know, if I, if, if we, if I watch the same thing as somebody and I have a wildly different perception of it i always wonder hmm, why uh not to say that it's all uh objective and and everything has the exact same or, or something should have like a right or wrong meaning or you should pull out of it the same thing but if you have like a wildly different perspective than somebody else on something um i'm always curious as to not only what that difference is but why do you have that 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 difference uh, and so, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to toggle this off. Yeah. I'm trying to think, um, you know, exactly why. Uh, I see things differently than, uh, than than my significant other on on some shows. I remember we watched, uh, and we well documented on this this podcast. We watched uh, uh, an entire season of Love Island, um, which is a terrible show, but also interesting when you watch, especially when you watch it with a significant other, because you tend to think about or at least for us it forces to have some conversations that we probably might not have had otherwise you know because of the certain scenarios that would come up on the show and be like huh well what would you do in this scenario what would you do in that scenario and we just sometimes had just wildly different takes on shit um and that was like really interesting to like think about you know um like i remember 
there was uh there's one particular storyline in which uh uh in which a woman she basically they have to like pair up obviously and uh the guy was telling the one woman hey like i'm i'm trying to pair up with you and and i really like you know i fuck with you and she just for whatever reason was not like she was like she liked him but she was just like she's not believing him you know that he he liked her and uh it got to the point where he was kind of choosing somebody else uh he ended up choosing somebody else but it was because or at least in part because she didn't really like show him that she like actually like wanted him only until the relationship was sort of like threatened. Um, and so, uh, and so anyways, so, so me and uh, my significant other, we had very wildly different takes on that. Obviously she, or maybe not obviously, but uh, she took the side of the woman uh, in that, you know, um, she, she thought that she, that, that the man was sort of to blame uh, as, as a rain hops back into the, to the room here. Um, uh, a rain, I was just talking about carrying on that conversation about, uh, seeing things differently than, um, uh, than, than our significant others. Oh, whoops. Is my audio in terms of like the, like your, <clears throat> your taste in like TV movies and music and all those things. Right. Yeah. Um, one second. Let me see if this audio is working correctly. Yeah, um, I'll just keep bantering for a second, or are we, uh, are we testing 10, this audio? Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Huh. Sounds fine. I think. I don't know. It'll probably be trash when I listen to it later. Listen back. You, Fuck it. We'll keep you going. Always happens. But yeah, like, isn't that um? So I appreciate that though, right? Like, when you find someone who's like, we like different things, but we have an interest in what the other person likes or at bare minimum, you respect what the other person likes, right? Like, <laughs> definitely don't like it. Yeah. yeah and like that, that's the case in my situation. Like she loves vampire diaries. I fucking hate it. But have I seen most of the show at this point? Yes. Like when she's watching it, will I sit down and watch it with her? Yes. Cause I don't hate it that much. Um, our tastes are not like too dissimilar where, I can't stand to watch some of the things that she watched. Now, for for her, I would say it's a little bit differently. There are some things that I'll put on. She's like, "No, I'm not watching," and she'll storm out of the room. And I'm like, "All right, well, I'm still gonna watch it." Like, luckily, we have several TVs in the house. But well, and that's also an interesting thing to explore too, because it's like, um, so for instance, with uh, which show I was talking about a show with somebody, or maybe it was a movie. I forget what which it was, but uh, it was something that had a very like kind of grotesque uh, rape scene or something like where rape was somehow like involved with it. And for me, I, it was like, I was looking at the broader story, right? Like I was looking at the the whole story. And so I didn't like that. I wasn't like really like focused on, on that particular aspect of it. But then I was talking to some other people. And one of the first things uh, uh, the, the woman brought up in this case is, um, yeah, like that just, that's, that's a lot to fucking like process and, 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 and deal with. And then I was about to be like, ah, but it's still a good. And then I was like, oh yeah, shit. From your perspective, yeah, that's something that you don't want to fucking watch, especially. And I'm not saying she she in this particular situation had ex- has experience with that, but if you're a woman and you dealt with some sort of and dude, I over this past week, man, I've been hearing a you know a couple different stories from from a few different women, 
just about like, and we're going to talk about this a little later um, with uh, Naomi Harris um, with being groped um, while auditioning. Dude, some of the stories I was hearing was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, like being being like someplace and like having somebody put their hand up your skirt or some shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? I never put it like past women who like tell these stories yeah. like, oh, I've been like grabbed. I've been groped. I've been sexually assaulted. Like, I never tr- like brush it off like, ah, you're being dramatic or like you're. You know, Is that true? Because I've heard stories and I've, I've heard enough stories and also seen enough to know that this shit is very true. Yeah. Like you could, a woman could tell you the wildest story. Like oh, I was just, you know, I was in the elevator in my own apartment building that I live, that I've lived for four years. And like the name, the guy that I see all the time in the building just walks up to me and just like puts his hand up my skirt. And you're just like, ah, you know, some people may say, yeah, that's crazy. There's no way that would happen. But like, this shit does all the yeah. time. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely uh, um, not, I'm not going to say I'm excited to talk about the name hair, hair story, but I'm interested to talk about it because of like what I feel like the bigger conversation is going to be. Yeah. Um, and so, so I, like where I was going with that was, is that, uh, you know, I used to think if somebody like really is aggressive about not seeing the same thing that I'm seeing and I'm like, it's a fucking, it's a movie or a show. Like, like I'll watch anything. Like there's some things that I'm like, yeah, I prefer not to watch, but I'm like, I'll never like be upset at something. Right. Or like, I wouldn't say upset. Cause sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, what the fuck was that? I just wasted two hours of my life. Yeah. Um, but I'll never like, if, especially if it, if it was like, if my significant other was like, Hey, I really like this show. Would you watch it with me? I don't think there's ever a scenario where I'll be like, no. And then just leave. <laughs> like, I don't no. Think yeah. Lucky happen. you. Like I've been trying to watch the golden child for like a month now yeah and i'm like i keep telling my girl i'm like yo let's just watch i I really want to watch it i want you to watch it it's a classic like let's she's like absolutely not and i'm like what's the reason no reason at all just just no (laughs) and i'm like and i keep i keep like yo can we please just watch it like it's really good it's one of my favorite old like eddie murphy movies like it's a classic you're gonna enjoy it. Well, I, that's why I'm curious. Like, you should explore that, right? Because that, that's a that's a, like, a weird one to be like, no, because it's like, it's golden. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's the most hard. Listen, I've, actually, I've, I've, I, it's been a while since I've watched it, so let me not like put my name. I'm sure there's probably uh, <laughs> some suggestive stuff in there. Probably some like very like um, typical like you know racial jokes about because the, the actress in the film she's like asian so they probably have like mad asian stereotypes in yeah the movie. I, I i don't remember the movie <laughs> enough to know we, but, but we know it was in the 90s so yeah. like you know asian stereotypes yeah. are like no one oh no my one god cared. what was i watching the other oh no no Yo, i've been going back and to talk about things that i've been watching uh i've been watching uh i've been going, going back to watch uh, star trek uh the original series and I, I think i'm just gonna move my way up through i guess the more current series but i was watching the original Bro, the ease in which they say these like Asian jokes or, you know, or like these like kind of like suggestive sort of like they don't say the thing, but you're like, Jesus, like, what are you trying to allude to here? 
it's it, but and even for Star Trek, which is supposed to be super sort of like forward thinking and like progressive and like inclusive of a lot of different people that, especially at that time, because it's from like the fucking yeah, sixties. Like otherworldly, it's supposed to, there's aliens in this shit. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not even not, not even about it being aliens, but like even the the the, the crew on the ship is, is like super uh, diverse, in, yeah. or at least diverse for that time. You know, as far as you know, everybody uh, who who was working on the ship. But jeez, like I was watching, and they they said they also said like an Asia joke. I was like, yo, yeah. whoa, show guys, everybody, calm down. I forget what show or movie I was watching recently, and they kept using the word like, and I'll, I'll use it, but like with caution, of course. No, I yeah, just kept, allude to it. Don't use it. I don't want to get this YouTube channel taken. <laughs> they kept the, saying like gay, but like the f, uh, you know, yeah. close the to f word, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like yeah. that would never really like fly. Well, maybe, maybe that's why. Today. If you again, if you explore, uh, uh, you know, why she doesn't want to watch Golden Child, maybe it has something to do with Eddie Murphy because apparently people don't fuck it with Eddie Murphy. Like, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, for, I'm telling. I know it's. She's just like no. Okay, she, it, she nothing comes from nowhere. Yeah, the, nothing comes from nowhere. There has to be some root to something. No. Irene, like literally listen to what you're saying right now. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I've asked, I've questioned many, many times. Asking to watch the thing is different from trying to explore. And I don't mean, and and, and what I'm trying to say is, is sometimes trying to explore something takes more than just being like, hey, why don't you want to do this? Sure, let's role play. You play me, I'll play her. Okay. Ask me to watch The Golden Child. Hey, can you watch The Golden Child? No, absolutely not. Okay. Is there a particular reason? Are you. I just don't want to watch it. Okay. I mean,. Should we? Um, do you know what it's about or anything? I don't. I don't. I don't care. I mean, there has to be some reason. I just don't want to watch it. Ha, has there ever been a movie where you didn't want to watch it, and then you watch it and you're like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Sure. Like, can you do, do you remember like a movie like that? Um, we watched that that movie we watched a couple weeks ago with like Casey Affleck and Michelle Monaghan, um, where they were like both psychiatrists or whatever. Uh, that movie, I, I I thought I was gonna like it to begin with, and then I really liked it. Oh, okay. So, how, well, like, what's the difference between the Golden Child and that movie? Like, you thought you weren't gonna like that movie, and then you did, and then, but this is your super adamant that you're not going to watch it. Yeah, th- that one I agreed to watch it, and it turned out to be good, and that's fair. But this one I'm not gonna watch. Answers no. But that feels like a very abrupt. And it's it's weird role play because yeah. it's not I, I'm not this, talking this is, to the this person. Is what happened. This is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, and I'm sure you didn't do it from my fucking no, very nuanced no, angle. I, I, I ask questions all like, you know, would you like to see the trailer? Do you want to read the synopsis about the film? Yeah, yeah but those are all it? questions saying, hey, let me market this movie to you to make it more appealing to you. I'm trying to figure out, like, forget watching the movie. I'm just curious about why is it that you're so adamant that you like so for instance if i if i said to my girlfriend like oh hey like let's watch this movie she, she actually probably would watch a trailer and be like ah, either yes or no right but if she was like super adamant that she wasn't going to watch it well now my obsession fuck the movie now my obsession is yeah. well why don't you want to watch this movie like what it's, is it what still, is it about this it's thing it's still on my netflix to watch list we haven't gotten to the bottom of it because like and, and, and granted, I was being gracious with how I answered your questions. Yeah. Um, the answers I've gotten are just simply like, no, leave it alone. I don't want to talk about uh, it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so what the, what that indicates to me is that there's clearly something else there that either doesn't want to be talked about, yeah. or 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 I swear to God, no. But and, that, and the, I know you're not gonna believe this, but or there's nothing there. And like what she'll say is like, if I ask too much, 
she then she'll dive, dig deeper into the no. But but again, there's a difference between asking for the thing and trying to explore the reason why. Like, and I understand it. Like, we all want to get to. We just you just want to fucking watch the Golden Child, right? So it's just like, yo, let me just get to the fucking bottom of why you don't want to watch the Golden Child. But I feel like there's a way to explore that that isn't just asking to do the thing itself. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I and I, again, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I don't believe you. But yeah. what I am saying is, is that in this case, it, it's like that's an to, to absolutely be adamant that you're not going to do something especially like when it's kind of uh i want to say use the word innocuous but i don't know if that's the correct word to use in this case but when it's so like it's just a movie like it's, it's a movie from the fucking you know, 80s i'm or gonna 90s. try again tonight and i'm gonna report no no, no. For, for, again <laughs> don't try to market the movie no, 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 explore I know, I know. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try like, yeah. a different method as you said but i do think that like Whenever we have these conversations, there are always people who, and like to your point, like there's got to be a deeper reason. Like, what is what, what is like the deeper meaning behind the no? What is you know? Sometimes I do think there the answer is just no. And yeah, but that's no that's the same. That's the reason behind it. That that's the easiest thing in the world to believe is that if something no, I think almost, it's difficult to believe that. Like, and no, I, I think it's very no, 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 difficult. No, no, it's it's very easy to believe that because it, it's as if I'm arguing. Like I've I've had it plenty of times where I'm arguing with my you know significant other, and uh, what my instinct is is to dismiss whatever the fuck she's saying as just hogwash and be like, you're just being difficult just for the sake of being difficult. But typically, whenever I do try to explore some sort of like. When I when I put a little bit of my ego to the side and I'm like, all right, like forget the thing that I'm trying to get at here, like like I wanted to try to like not like I'm a fucking therapist or anything, but I like, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of like, okay, well, what's actually fucking? There's the there's the actual thing happening, meaning that here's what's the conversation that we're having, but then there's always the subtext of it. There's always like the little shit that is, and what it always or not always, but a majority of the time, what it ends up being is that something will be revealed. That I di- I was I just didn't have like the information for or or maybe there was just um there was a feeling there that I just didn't know was like a, a thing you know because I yeah. just was like I'm taking the conversation for like face value you know yeah I'm, I I definitely agree with you but I do think that a lot of times people have trouble understanding that sometimes an answer to be so- to something could be so simple simple yes or no. And yeah, but no, but to, but to be adamant, like for, like it's different. Yeah, I get that. Like, if, you're, if you're so passionate about, like, yeah, it's no, and and you've never seen and you've never if you've never seen the movie, you don't know what the movie's about. All you hear is like the title of the movie, yeah. and you're like, no. I think in this case, that's that's think, crazy. <laughs> I think in this case, it is solely because I've asked, and like she's like, just because you asked, no. Oh, okay. So is it <laughs> so so okay? Fair enough. So is it a case where you guys like do like trade offs? Like maybe she's racked up or you've racked up like a couple like calls or like hey let's watch this let's watch that let's watch this so now she's like all right for that movie that you actually want to fucking watch fuck that movie because we've watched yeah. the last 20 it, things it's we've like watched. inner frustration right because like i um so i had this rule where it's like we um we we trade off trade off right yeah you pick one movie i pick the next movie you pick one i pick the next movie yeah. right um she has a she has trouble making like decisions right so yeah. like let's say it's her turn to pick a movie she like what she always says to me is like, well, I just have trouble finding movies that like you're gonna like. I mean, right? it sounds like you both have that problem. <laughs> no, 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 me, I'm lies. Like, <laughs> like, like, lies. You just said the the whole conversation is about watching yeah, the Golden but, Child. Like, the Golden Child is a one off, right? That's okay. like a you know 
bam, like, I'm in a mood to watch this, so I'm going to pick this. And yeah, it's a little bit selfish for me. But like, let's say it's my turn to pick a movie and I'm browsing through Hulu, right? I'll find three interesting movies that I'm like, her and me could both watch this thing, you know, because I'll watch anything for real. Like, but I'm like, we could both watch this thing. It sounds interesting to me. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be interesting to her. And I'll bring her like three options. And I'm like, pick one, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I always approach our movie finding. Um, but she'll be like, oh, I couldn't find one. Like, you mean Netflix has 4,000 movie titles. You couldn't find one. She's like, well, I, like, I couldn't find one that you'd be interested in watching. I'm like, well, we'll just then. Are there, are there, are you pretty adamant sometimes that you're not watching something? No, no, I'll watch anything. If we were to go through the, uh, the, the, um, manuscript of your, the only, <laughs> of your... Thing, the only thing I don't like watching is, um, scary movies. I've seen a thousand of them, but like sometimes... Well, you see, that's a, that's a conflicting thing because I, she apparently loves... Loves scary movies. Yeah, yeah so, scary movies. but like, but, and she always picks scary movies and I always watch it, right? And even, Always? There, there have only been a few times where I've been like, you know, like, give me another option. What did you veto? Like, what, what are the, um, what's the movie that you veto? Like, the, those very, like, like actual uh, scary movies. No, 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 no. Those the scary movies that, like, you just tell nothing is original about it. Haunted House. The family moves into a house. What does it matter to you if it's original or not if you hate scary because movies? If I don't like scary movies, yeah. then, like, at least I want to see something, like, new, something interesting. Like, you know, it's, tell me a story that hasn't been told. But, like, if it's like a story about oh, a family moves into a house in which people died before and like the spirits still haunt the house, I've seen that movie a, a hundred times. You know what you should you should do? You should have like three times a month for both of you. You get to have no veto power. Tried that. Didn't work. No, it didn't work. She still <laughs> wants the veto. <laughs> even if you, even if we agree, no veto. Yeah. What she'll do? She'll either be like. Fine, put the movie on, but just like jump on TikTok right. and put her headphones in. It's like, well, you're not actually watching the movie, though. Yeah. Or should you be like, no, I'm not watching this. Fair I'll enough. Go upstairs. So yeah, I tried. <laughs> no way. All right, fair <laughs> enough. No I tried. All right. Um. All right. Let's jump into some shit here. Um. Super quick. I did want to talk about some headlines. Uh. Snoop Dogg, Grammys mispronunciation uh, i don't know if you've heard about this but uh look uh, fuck everybody out there who's just like piling on snoop dogg uh, apparently he was he's supposed to be announcing the nominees for the it was either the grammys or oscars or some a fucking award show uh and he missed like so he says uh uh ben affleck <laughs> and he's like oh my bad ben affleck and it's just like nigga, this dude smokes fucking weed religiously yeah and you guys put him up there acting as if like he was going to be like the most eloquent speaker yeah and, oh that's yes. silly uh i'm gonna say every day man fuck you he smokes weed all day long you guys are lucky you remember the, the fucking event was even that day like, who <laughs> exactly is upset with snoop i just uh and listen i and you know what i'm becoming way more skeptical than i used to of when in articles they they mention people like oh people online are upset it's like are people upset or is it just other people writing articles about this shit who are yeah. upset about it? Cause I, I feel like that's, it's like, they've just find one other person who wrote an article and they're like, everybody's upset yeah. at this thing. It's like, I don't or think everybody like really cares. Like <laughs> subgroup where yeah. like 400 people are in it. You've got to have 8,000 clicks to get yeah. to the fucking page and shit. I don't uh, trust anything unless it's over like a hundred thousand people. Like if you're like, yo, people are very upset at this. No matter how many it's like, yo, it's like, 40, but how do you engage that? Like, cause like a hundred thousand people on Twitter is different from a hundred thousand people in like signing a goddamn petition or some shit. 
Asian, right? Like, is it, those are different things. Like, you know, the people who either, either yeah, way, they're online. No, because you don't have to have the, uh, like, I'm, I'm thinking of like an actual, like, yeah, I mean, petitions I've signed online that I didn't even, like, I just saw, like, some shit. <laughs> like, uh, well, uh, fair enough. That, that didn't go in the direction <laughs> I was hoping it, it would go. It takes three clicks to sign a petition. But it, it, my, my point remains the same, though, is that they're just different, right? Like, one can be different from the other. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, like, I, when someone says, like, oh, everyone's upset or people are angry at this, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah you gotta people. investigate yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about uh, super kick was uh, Hawkeye. Of course, you said you didn't see the latest episode, so but I will say their reveal was interesting. Um, I feel like there's a way they could have made it a little bit more interesting, mm. but it was a big reveal, and the implications of which are massive in the MCU. Massive. Okay. Massive. Uh, we'll have to check that out tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then we, of course, have to, have to talk about Urban Myers. Uh, just super quick. This guy's fucking crazy. Okay. Yo. This guy. Yo, if he was. I, I, You know, I hate to do this whole. Oh, if this person was black. But there is just no earthly way that if Urban Myers was anybody but a fucking getting older white dude. <laughs> Would he be still employed? There is just impossible to think at this point. Yeah. He fucking so a, a latest story is that he he kicked, ironically the kicker, the kicker. Yeah. Josh Lambeau. Um, and I don't even give a fuck how it happened, whether he kicked him lightly or whatever. I don't I don't give a shit about any of that. It's just Urban Meyer seems not to give a fuck about anything. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't because. One controversy, you're like, yo, let me keep low. Like, yeah, you remember low, the low. season when, like, after the team took a loss, yeah, he fucking he stayed back and he like went goes out the bar. women night at yeah. uh, or did they call it? What was it ladies called? Night ladies, or... is ladies night. I got it. <laughs> women night. He was with a woman who's clearly not his wife out yeah. at a bar getting drunk after a loss. Like, you yeah. think like a real head coach, someone who's Be in the fucking lab about win- prioritizes winning, would have left. With the team, look at some fucking game film or some shit. Back because his family was there, but clearly he didn't stay back because of his family. There was no family members around, unless that was his fucking cousin that he was dancing with. It was Ohio that might have been his cousin. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this guy's fucking crazy, dude. I, I, I I just how he keeps his job after this. Because how does the team fucking respect him when you're kicking dudes? Like even if it's something that like maybe some coaches have done, but like with. In the context of all the other controversies, yeah. like what is there's no what, way the players respect the fuck? at this point, right? It's impossible. And, and and here's the thing, right? You you drafted Trevor Lawrence first round pick. Yeah. He's supposed to be like one of the greatest QB talents like in decades, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so it, it's one of two things, right? Any team in the NFL, either the head coach is holding you back or the quarterback is holding you back, right? I mean, to, to be fair to Jacksonville, it's the first year after drafting Lawrence. They've been terrible for many seasons. It, it Whatever they were going to put together, even if they had very great coach, very great quarterback, even a decent team, it's still going to take time to put sure. that together. Yeah. But at least... What you what you should expect of the head coach is that that he is not adding to the problem. Yeah, right? yeah, it's like, the mystery here. Yeah, he shouldn't be the biggest um, uh, controversy distraction, distraction on yeah. the team. Like maybe you have like some young players doing some dumb shit that happens on every team. Maybe you got some like you know players who aren't performing up to their ability. But the head coach is like locked in, who's dedicated to winning. Not the head coach is the one who's it's fucking fu- crazy. Who's dude. at the bar? Like what? The head yeah. coach is at the bar? No. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyways, uh, that's it for headlines. Uh, let's dive into our first trailer here. Um, this one is very interesting. Um, I'm very interested with this film. See, another great movie title. Everything, Everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at once. Um, you don't think so? No, I, I like it. I just... I. You're, you're just a, a mystery to me, <laughs> is, is all that I, I'll say there. It's a great play on words. Fair enough. Um, so we have everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, So which is about an aging Chinese immigrant uh, is swept up in an insane adventure where she's uh, where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives uh, she could have led. Uh, this is directed by Dan Kwan, uh, as well as Daniel, uh, I believe it was Shiner. I, I'm probably saying that wrong, uh, but written by them as well. Um, and starring Michelle Yu, uh, Ki Hu Kwan. Uh, and I, I sincerely apologize if I'm pronouncing these names wrong. Um, you know, you can just call me Snoop Dogg. Um, James Hong and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and this movie is due out March 25th of, I believe, 2022. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's check out the trailer for everything, everywhere, all at once. This is this is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you... Be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Wow, I'm just really good. He's waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you realize. Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There's no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. 
great movie trailer. Love Michelle Ewan. Love this um, this like depiction of the multiverse. And I think you mentioned this earlier, right? It was like, you know, we're, oh no, it was it was I think it was Addy actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Referenced you know how like this movie trailer was better than Loki. Yeah. Right. Um, now, granted, and my response was you know, coming from a guy who likes you know One Tree Hill and these like teeny movies. <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna take your opinions lightly here. Well, he um, he actually indicated it was Vampire Diaries. Okay, so just okay, yes. get it right. Excuse me, right. Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Um, and Friends. Yeah. Well, not Friends is good, but Vampire Diaries. <laughs> uh, anyway, love the trailer. Love Michelle Yeoh uh, great cast here. Very interesting visuals. A24 film here. Um, rarely do they miss. I, 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 whenever this comes out, wherever it comes out, whether it's in the, uh, I'm guessing it's going to be in theaters only. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see this. This looks like it's going to be really, really fun to watch on the big screen. Yeah, dude, that's going to be, uh, the movie seems like it's going to be pretty intense. Like, uh, in terms of just as they're going to probably pack just a ton of shit. Uh, I don't know what the runtime for this movie is, but I'm sure it's probably going to be north of two hours <laughs> um, because that's and, that's a lot of shit to try to go through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this project as well. Uh, honestly, I didn't really hear about this project until like a couple of weeks ago uh, and, and I start to hear rumblings about it, um, but it looks fucking dope, man. Um, I'm always here now. It's really interesting, man, how there's been more and more work related to the idea of like a multiverse or um you know different universes and things like that um and i've, I've really been seeing a lot of this lately uh in, in terms of just uh whether you're talking about the mcu um or you're just talking about just people either talking about it or i don't know it's just it's been coming up a lot um, yeah. This idea of uh, of a multiverse, like it's it's kind of like the main plot of the uh, the MCU right now. Um, the the idea of a, of a sort of like a fractured um, multiverse. Um, How interested are you in space and the theory of multiple universes? And oh, oh yeah, I'm 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 li- I, I'm so interested that I wrote uh, one now seem to be two screenplays, uh, kind of on the 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 actual topic itself. Um, I think it's go to space tomorrow. Yeah. Would you? Uh, sure. As long as, long as you know, it wasn't on I mean, no, Jeff Bezos's Jeff dime. Bezos, or, yeah. Yeah, or, like, I think he was in space for all but one minute, right? Yeah. Like if you could go spend like a year in space, mm-hmm. would you do it? Like, the plan is to not really. Up, it sounds like a lonely type of situation. Spend a year. Yeah. And then come back there. I don't really. I mean, if, if I'm not like really exploring anything, then with the, I'm just sitting in space for a fucking year. That sounds boring. If you could go on a space mission, like let's mm. say you're not just like in a satellite star, a satellite station and floating in space. Like let's say the plan is to go to a, uh, uh, a station on Mars, right, and mm-hmm. like explore Mars a little bit. Would you go? Uh, I don't know the adventurer side of me says yeah fuck yeah let's do it the other side of me says fuck no that sounds crazy that sounds insane um and plus i i've got like a you know i've got family i've got friends i got you know i got a pretty decent life i don't think i want to like leave all that to fucking go explore mars you know that that shouldn't interstellar always stayed with me how the guy he was talking about like yo dude we're, we're sitting in a fucking like a tin can in the middle of space and there's only this this small shit that's protecting us between no- us and absolutely fucking nothing. Now you could argue that's the same when it comes to literally like anything else. Like if we fly in a plane, fucking go by boat somewhere, 
there's not that much between us and fucking sure death and demise. Um, but in space, it just seems a little bit more lonelier. <laughs> like it yeah. just there's there's nobody else to even like mourn what the fuck is happening. It's just that's just me yeah, no one's floating around. Me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a possibility maybe somebody if will come across most you. Eventually, I'll float somewhere. Someone will spot me. And yeah. you know I mean, like if I you know die in the woods somewhere. I've, I imagine people are going to come looking for a couple of Not days. that you're that concerned with people finding you after you're already dead, but yeah, <laughs> in space, it just seems like... More for, like, your your loved ones. Yeah. I hope they get to bury me, but me, yeah. I'm already dead. Yeah. Um, but, yes, like, it's not as lonely as, like, in space. Like, yeah. no one is coming. If something they happens, you're done. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, and even if they could, that would be... Uh, unless you're the fucking uh, Matt Damon on Mars or yeah. some shit. Yeah, you're, that's, that's, it's going to take them a couple years to get to you. <laughs> Adjustment bureau. Eh, it was alright. <laughs> We've had enough Damon, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like the Born movies, but no. you know, yeah, <laughs> we already um, have them. I can watch them dude, again. I wouldn't. If somebody you gave wouldn't. me a uh, go to space to uh, explore, you know, the number one shit that I need, they yeah. don't have there. What's so that? I'm gonna go air. I'm not going nowhere that doesn't have air. I mean, you you swim, right? Yeah, but I could go <laughs> up to the surface and breathe and go back. But I mean, you're you're not without equipment to help you breathe. Like if I'm uh, in space, yeah. So here's the thing, right? If I'm underwater and I run out of air, I can go back, and there's plenty of it up there. It depends on where, where you're at. To, huh? Yeah, sure. If you're doing some deep sea diving, I don't do that shit. So I'm at the beach. I go in enough. I go in this far. You know what I mean, yeah. so if I run out of air, are you afraid of water? No, 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 I'm a good okay. swimmer. I'm not afraid of water at all. Like, I, I, you know, I'll jump off the boat into the water. I don't. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna. Go, I'm only ever gonna go places where they still have like the main shit that I need. Hmm. I'm not gonna go to fucking Mars. So uh, me and my, uh, I was, I brought this up with me and my girlfriend. We were talking about like we were watching a space movie recently, and you know, we talked about space exploration and. Um, the theory of like multiple universes, blah blah blah. I'm like, yo, that's all that shit is cool. I'm not fucking with it. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not fucking. With it. I'm not going to space. The fuck am I doing in space? Why can't you be a little bit more open minded about going to space, right? Well, I haven't even been to Denver yet. It's like go Golden space. Child. I eh? <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know where I belong and where I don't belong. What, Fair enough. A few places I don't belong. Space. You know, the fucking deep, dark abyss of the ocean. Yeah. I don't fucking belong there either. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would, if, if I didn't, say if, if it was like just me and like I didn't have other people like in my life, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> be lonely on Earth, be lonely at Mars. At least I get to some like, see some, maybe see some aliens and some shit on Mars. I don't know. Um, Yo, getting raped by an alien. Why is that the first thing you think of? They, you know, they always rape you. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you witnessed this? Yo, have you ever seen Prometheus? <laughs> yeah. Or any of the alien movies where yes. they just like stick their dick down your throat and impregnate I didn't, you? First of all, it looks like a vag, so I, I think that's no, a little different. No, it opens up. Well, yes, it opens up like a vagina. It, it definitely looks like a vag. Like a 12-foot dick comes out. <laughs> what? And they, they always go in the, in the I mouths. I defy you or anybody else listening to this podcast. Go back and watch Prometheus. I, I, Alien. I did like three yeah. weeks ago. There was no twelve foot dick that came out of no. anywhere. <laughs> so remember that scene in Prometheus 
Well, first of all, yeah, the, the things... They, no, it just sticks onto your face. But then and it, it, it... No, no, and then it... something into your yeah, mouth. Yeah, it just puts eggs in you. That's it. That's all it does. But, like, it's like a little... Like a thing. You never really see... I never really saw it. Yo, in the final scene of the movie, remember there's that like, that giant, like, octopus-looking thing? Yeah. And it's, like, pulling the alien in, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, it opens up and it just shoves something down his throat and, like, pumps shit yeah it, but it puts it i think it like basically smothers his face he doesn't Yo, whatever what the fuck are we arguing about percent it something went down uh, okay whatever i'm not doing that everything everywhere all the time uh looking forward to it uh in the new year uh march 20 uh 25th 2022 uh looks fucking dope all right let's watch the second trailer uh we got tonight sonic the hedgehog 2 did you watch the first sonic fuck yes loved it you loved it much better than i thought it was gonna be actually great movie yeah you, we were sliding here for a while and then yeah 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 Cause it looks stupid as shit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, remember how like they like they did the original Sonic and they made him look like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. from like fucking New Jersey or something <laughs> like that. Um, what about that like the realistic he didn't teeth have and shit? The dental insurance yeah. at work. His employer. Well, apparently he it. did have the dental insurance. He had too good of dental insurance. I don't know. It, those teeth look terrible. He had the. Co-pay. They look realistic. Is is the too problem? Re- no. Uh, did they look realistic? Yeah, it was because it went from they him look like dentures. Yeah, so the, it went from him looking like he had dentures to him just looking like a fucking. That's where like you go to get your teeth done, but you get it done in like Delaware, <laughs> and it just like I mean like, they look real. No, all like these states are going to cut like every time you drive this state, it's going to charge you a toll immediately well, upon Delaware, entering. Bro, I already do owe the state of Delaware <laughs> toll authority. Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> Why are you saying this on a podcast? You realize people can go back and listen to shit. No, right? they already know. They send you letters all the time. I'm not doing <laughs> that shit. All right, dude. Sonic. Uh, so basically, it's just about Sonic doing Sonic shit and. Uh, and knuckles, we're getting knuckles, uh, yeah, knuckles in, in this like one. Nine tails in here. Uh, nine tails <laughs> and tails. Also, no, it's just uh, you know who the fuck tails. Stop trying to tra- stop trying to play coy. Uh, tails. So uh, <laughs> uh, this is directed by Jeff Fowler, um, written by uh, Pat Casey, Josh Miller, and John uh, Whittington. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Uh, ben, uh, this is of course starring uh, Ben Schwartz, who I believe voices Sonic. Uh, Idris Alba, who will be voicing, I think Knuckles. Uh, uh, Colleen uh, O'Shaughnessy, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, and then of course Jim Carrey. Uh, and this movie is due out April eighth of twenty twenty two. Let's check out. Can't wait. A trailer for Sonic Two. Sonic, I love that you want to help make a difference. Mind if I drive? If you're being reckless. Don't worry. Nobody How's his feet? Get, you get to, to the pedal. Blue Justice, trademark pending. You're still just a kid. Woo-hoo! Trust me, there will come a moment when your powers will be needed. But you don't choose that moment. That moment chooses you. I just got goosebumps. Wait a second, did you steal that from Oprah? Papa's got a brand new stash. Since I've been gone, I've discovered the source of ultimate power. That sounds big. It's been on my vision board for years. Hope I'm not too late. I'm sorry, who are you? Name's Tails. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Step one, light taunting. Step two, I have no idea. 
That wasn't too bad. <laughs> no. Today's forecast calls for a 100% chance of adventure. Turn to sender. Face it, you're never going to get my power. Do I look like I need your power? Where are my manners? Sonic, meet Knuckles. <laughs> Yeah. I like it. Knuckles goes hard. I like it. I like it a lot. I want to see it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, due out April 8th, uh, uh, 2022. Um, yeah, I still, got, I still got to watch the first one. I still haven't seen it. Watch the first one. It's yeah. fun. It's, just, it's a fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think... No, no abrupt endings at the end? Uh, I forget how it ends, but it's... I'm, it's, I'm joking. It's, it's yeah, a it's callback charming, to Sopranos. It's fun... I feel like once they figured out like how the character is gonna look and like they instead of going for that like super realistic look that they were going for before, but uh, let's animate this up a little bit. Let's make it more consistent with what we got in the cartoons. I feel like once they got that figured out, they had a really good story. It was a really fun movie to watch. Um, I didn't even watch it with my daughter. I watched it solo. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> she was trying to watch it. She was like, "Daddy, I want to yeah. know." Uh, Leave gonna, the room. <laughs> I'm going to pour a glass of whiskey and watch Sonic the um, which, which I think that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah. But I remember, <laughs> I remember watching. It. <laughs> I remember watching it, and I was like, "Like yeah, that was fun." It was. It was like one of those movies where it's just like you watch it, you're just like, "Oh man, that was good." Like, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and this movie looks a little bigger. Looks better. It's introducing more characters that we're familiar with from the cartoon and the video games. Um, Jim Carrey's back. Uh, Jim Carrey. He, I feel like the, the the trailers make him look like just goofy and silly and stupid. But in the movie, he was great to watch. Like, mm. like uh, this should go on the list of some of like Jim Carrey's best performances. Really, because how uh, how like locked in he is to this character and how he brings it to life, mm. just as well, just as animated as Sonic, which is you know, and no other. I don't think anybody else could have really done this role other than Jim Carrey. He's like perfect for it. Yeah, yeah. I, you find yourself saying that a lot with a lot of the characters that Jim Carrey plays. You find yourself saying, "Oh, I literally could not have imagined anybody yeah. else." Like the the original mask. That's why Jamie Kennedy didn't work for the son of the mask, right? Because the mask is Jim Carrey. Like, there's just no. That's the only yeah. person who can play that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I'll have to say I, I I generally had no interest in in watching the movie. Uh, but I, I'll check it out now. Um, and honestly, I just forgot that it was a thing. Uh, so <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll go watch it and then uh, and then of course watch the uh, the second one. Uh, so yeah, that was our reaction to the um, Sonic the Hedgehog two trailer. Uh, let's move on here quickly to some of our stories that we wanted to get to. Um, Let's first talk about this uh, Naomi Harris uh, situation. Now, so, uh, look, I'll just read from the article, uh, deadline article here, and uh, then we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, James Bond star Naomi Harris uh, has revealed that she was groped by a huge, huge star during an audition. Speaking to the Mail on Sunday, the Oscar-nominated actress who plays Eve Moneypenny in the Bond uh, franchise said that the actor... 
uh, put his hand up her skirt during uh, the read through. The actress declined to name the man, but said that she faced no sen- uh, that he faced no censure uh, for those uh, from those in the room during the audition. She said. What was so shocking about it was the casting director was there and the director. And of course, no one said anything because he was he is a huge star. That was my only Me Too incident. So I felt very lucky given how rife the behavior was. Uh, Now things have definitely changed. I was on a project where there was a Me Too incident um, and there was no hesitation. The perpetrator was immediately removed, she said. Now, I personally found this story depressing um, in the sense that what what a crazy that it, it's it's obviously the, what happened to her was crazy but the her reaction to it was oh hey like i know somebody put their hand like i i, I don't know if it was upper skirt or just on her skirt whatever the fucking case is but hey but that was nothing right but that happened to somebody else and 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 the person got hemmed up but it's just like that's that to me that's just crazy like you know what i mean like and 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 you know obviously you know i i, I would love to have a woman here right now to, to to hear from from her perspective um but to me of course it's, it's, and you were talking about it earlier how you know you've seen it a lot yourself and and have heard uh as much um i understand that things like this exist in the world and and i i've witnessed uh, certain things myself and and uh and have people close to me who've you know gone through details of of situations that they've been through but hearing hearing this story just kind of the, the highlight of it is just how like kind of like normal it all is treated right both within the the story itself of you know she said like the director and the casting director were there and everybody's just like next line please you know <laughs> and uh and then for her to basically be like ah that wasn't that big of a deal the next time it happened nah, that person got hemmed up but that's still like a, like it sounds like nor like she was like yeah hey, it was fine i just got over it which i'm sure that's not what that what it was for her but the, reading this that's kind of how it read of just like yeah it happened yeah and then you just keep pushing it and, and like to me that's Obviously, okay, I know that it's a thing and not just with the people I, you know, know and, and have talked to, but just obviously, generally speaking, clearly it's a thing that and worse. But like, I don't know, for within the just reading this like that, it was just like, fuck, dude. And, and I don't know, maybe it's just like the, the week that I've had uh, hearing these type of stories and just, uh, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not obviously not going to say who it is, but, um, you know, somebody was uh, talking about a story where they were on a bus and it was like a pretty crowded bus and um, she fell asleep on the bus. And uh, when she woke up, the dude who was sitting next to her, his hand was up her skirt. Mm. And to me, I was just like, and she was, you know, she was like, well, what the fuck do you do? Like, what, do you, what, what is the thing? Like, you would think, oh, get the fuck off me. Yeah. But you're on a crowded bus. You're just trying to get to where the fuck it is you're trying to go. You you don't know if they're if they're gonna be able to stop the bus or so what are you gonna do? Like punch the guy and then just sit there next to him for the next three hours? Yeah. Like what the fuck are you gonna do? Exactly. He was willing to go this far. Yeah. Clearly didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um so yeah, like i had a female friend tell me uh not too long ago and this was just like kinda like shocking to fathom, but um, you know, it was very much real and she was like, you know, like you may not think it's true, but it is, and you just got to deal with it. Um, is that like every woman will eventually 
be sexually assaulted mm. um, or have to deal with or like, I guess the, the short version of it is like every woman will have to deal with sexual assault if it, it, either it, it almost happens or it will happen like and that's really is, is that's really it either almost is gonna happen and maybe maybe you'll skate away or skate out uh, you know, out of the situation without the thing actually going down but like it almost did or it will go down and then you have like several choices right you can say something get fired you can say nothing and then just like accept it you can say something and then fight even if there are consequences um, and I think in this case Naomi Harris knew that like alright I was just sexually assaulted in front of a room full of people the director the casting director whoever else was in the the, the star of the film at this time um, whoever else was there and this person is such a huge star and I'm auditioning for this role in this big movie that like she must have felt like she couldn't say anything at that point in time or she was just so shocked that it was like well I don't know what to do so I'm gonna like pretend like it's not happening and yeah. try and move on and it, it's just unfortunate that like those are the, uh, the choices that a lot of women have in these situations well especially if you're like on the younger side of the equation and you're wondering in your head like whoa is this normal is this what is supposed to happen like you're just supposed to put your fucking like obviously everything intuitively with you is like what the fuck is happening here but then your brain starts doing the calculations of like well it's just done so brazenly it's just like all right like i i i want to be an acting uh this is what i want to do as a a profession i want to be an actress right and so Am I going to cause all these waves and shit? Like, especially if it's a high profile actor, am I going to cause all these waves? Like, that's, well, that's pretty much the end of my career, sadly speaking. <laughs> You're the yeah. person who something happened to you, and then that's going to be the end of your career somehow, which is preposterous. But yeah, hearing this, man, it was just fucking depressing, man. Like, I, and obviously, like, I, and I, I've heard, I've personally heard other stories are just infinitely grotesque things happen. And, I, and so I'm not saying that this is like the worst thing to ever, but it, just hearing it was just, or, or reading it was just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, like you're just sitting in a room full of people. You're just trying to do your job. You're just trying to get, the thing about going to a job interview, right? You go to your job interview and, you know, they're doing the interview and then all of a sudden somebody just puts their hand on your dick and then everybody else is just like, and then the, the conversation just continues and you're like, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, you know, I, I know this happened to Terry Crews, but I, I, I lose the job. But that's so, but it, it's it's so it's so easy to say, based off of positioning, right? So like you, you're actually, I've never been in that situation. I've never been like sexually assaulted by another man. Um, I do think that I'm confident knowing that how I would respond in that situation. But I understand that not everybody would, right? Uh, and especially depending on the situation, like if you're you know, in the room with the president, the vice president grabs your dick and you're just like, uh. what? I mean, I mean, a couple of administrations or, or one sure, administration sure ago, you're, you're probably scrapping. Uh, in any fucking administration, I'm scrapping. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, no Obama. We're throwing hands if, uh, if if it comes to that. But 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 I but I but I think about like it's so easy. I think for for guys to be like, yeah, all right, like all right. I guess we know how this is going to end, right? One of us is going to leave, you know, with with a fucking swollen eye or some shit, right? But when you're surrounded by 
presumably here, I, I, assume, I presume all of these were, 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 were men involved. And even if they weren't, but there's enough men in the room and the person doing the, you know, the sexual assault is, is, is a dude. Um, you can't really, especially if you're, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that women can't fight men, but usually that's probably not your, your, like, the op, the winning option, right? Like yeah. so, sometimes you can look at somebody and be like, "Yeah, I can fuck. I could take this person down." But yeah. generally speaking, not not you know, a whole lot of women are going to be like, "Yeah, I want to brawl out, and that's the way this is going to end," right? Yeah. So and it's any, like, and, like, and the thing is, like, in a room full of men, right? They could be like, "Oh, we didn't see it happen." Yeah. And, uh, like y'all don't. Now you look serious. crazy. Yeah. Oh, you can't. You know, you're not ready for this level. Like they can do whatever they can say or do to try and spin it to make you look like you're overreacting right yeah. now one of the weird things that i noticed when i read this article is like you know she mentioned that the director was there and the casting director was in the room so i looked up who the casting director was and if i'm correct um it is uh a woman by the name of debbie mcmillan how do you how do you know who like cause I, I don't think she disclosed like what project this was for uh so i I was imagining it was on like one of the Bond films, right? You oh, know? I I didn't read it as one of the Bond films. I know, and it was weird how they wrote the article. Yeah. Um, because they wrote the article with heavy insinuation that it was one of the Bond films, but I I was I, I made sure that I went through it, and at no b- point did they actually say that this was one of the Bond films. Yeah, and I think they are probably doing that to, I guess, like protect her as much as possible um so if this was during one of the bond films right mm-hmm. and debbie mcmillan is uh, mcwilliams is the woman who's uh essentially been like the casting director for bond films since i believe this is 1995 the one thing i wanted to highlight about this is like it is surprising and shocking how many and i'm not placing blame on anyone i think there's anyone in this in, in involved in these situations is to blame but it is always surprising to hear like who in these situations, like when a sexual assault is happening, who are the other people in the room who are just complacent with it, mm-hmm. who are just like perfectly fine with like, hey, there's this very, very, very bad thing happening right now, but we're going to either pretend we don't see it, we're going to straight up not care about it, um, we're going to blame the victim, uh, or we're just going to allow it because it's like it's the norm. You know what I mean? Quote unquote. Oh, this is Hollywood. Sexual assault is a thing. Deal with it. Um, more particularly like sometimes when you hear these stories and like there was another woman there another woman like a higher position another woman with like power who could have like maybe spoken up but who also was complacent in the situation like well that's just the way things are you know boys will be boys it's always shocking to hear like you know women take that stance of like boys will be yeah not not, to blame anybody no not not really because uh at least not to me and that's not shocking because it's that's human nature right um everybody has it's like in a movie where like um in a movie where like everybody like you always have something on everybody so you so nobody gets out of line right like if you have a bunch of fucking henchmen and it's like well i know where your daughter stays so if you want to jump out of this click i'll make life miserable for everybody here right um uh, galane max uh, maxwell on trial right now, right? Like, yeah. clearly, fucking. Well, she was ran offense and defense she for. Was along for the ride, she was the villain. Very she played much. every position. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, with with, with uh, Epstein, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm never sh- like, and, and, and I and I hate, I, I guess I, I, I do always hate like the insinuation when it's just like, 
yo, everybody's capable of everything. Like, I don't run anything by anybody. Meaning sure. that, like, you know, man, women, woman, black, white, uh, old, young, nothing. Everybody's capable of everything, right? It doesn't fucking matter what somebody looks like or what their background is. Or, well, I guess it does actually matter what their background is. But, um, but, but it, what, what I'm trying to say is, is like the people who are complicit like uh so for instance i was uh uh, uh this past week i uh caught this clip of uh, a woman who had been fired from starbucks because she was basically she was quote unquote whistleblowing about a meeting in which they were basically dogging unions um and she was a manager herself and so she took a video of that meeting and i guess shared it with because i guess there there are some locations if not a lot of locations in starbucks right now that are trying to like unionize um and so she, she i guess shared it with some people who were trying to unionize and then they starbucks of course found out that she's the one who recorded the video and so uh they basically um they like kind of were like were reprimanding her and then she was like look i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and quit but the main reason, main, blah, the main reason why I said that is because it was like another one of her either managers or her like district manager was the person who was just like giving her like this news, and they were basically like, "Yo, because this happened in our district, like I can't even talk to you about this." So, you know, you got to take it up with like management or whatever. And, and I say all that to say is, is like, whenever you're dealing with like organizations or just institutions right whether it's hollywood where there's no like established institution you know or like overhanging institution but there's like a common knowledge of like these are just this is just how business is done this is just how how it happens right uh and you have the studios who you have the studio heads and everybody who's involved of course you have people like jeffrey weinstein you know who's the head of a um a production company what inevitably happens is everybody is just trying to see why a cover your ass that's all everybody's really trying to do right as long as my job is secure i really don't give a fuck about everything else that's happening around me as long as i know that those checks are still going to be coming in for me and i know that my future isn't ruined then all right i guess i'll just have to look the other way when you know this is you know yet another person coming out of the office who's disheveled and fucking clearly something happened to them that they didn't want to have happen to them but i'm just gonna look away because uh, i gotta pay my rent you know like what do you want me to do it's fucking la like you know and so like it's that's always going to be the case you know um because we're all at the end of the day self-motivated and so if we know something's going to be adversely affecting us unless our morality i guess if, if, that, if that's what we want to lean on is that sort of um not damaged but if, if our morality doesn't supersede like our way of living yeah. then that's what's going to happen and that's just it though right like you know, and I'm glad you made that point. I'm glad you made the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing with Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, here's a woman who literally subjected so many other young women to this uh, to this sexual assault, like knowing exactly what was happening, right? And it's like you knew what was going on. You, you but were uh, but uh, but again, like the, the only reason why like I push back on that is because it's like what the like what did it matter that she was like a, a like a, so, a, a mean, woman in that think, case? Yeah. You would think that like another woman like you know especially an older like an, an adult like a, a 30 year old woman would not subject these like 14 year old girls to this type of thing why everybody but, could be everybody's just yeah, like but I think a monster. To your point everybody's capable of like yeah. being a monster right so and Ghislaine Maxwell is just one of those examples um 
yeah, it's it's uh, like hearing these stories. It's just unfortunate. Um, and that comment that a fr- that my friend made to me that like you know, at a certain point every woman is either gonna have to deal with like having like almost been sexually sexually assaulted or raped, or it actually happening. And like those are really the kind of the only two options. It's rare to find a woman who could say who could honestly say that I've never been sexually harassed, assaulted, or you know maybe it was taken even further. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in either case, man. Um, you know. Uh sorry that you know naomi harris had to uh to go through that and and i you know a lot of shit goes on not only just in obviously hollywood but just everywhere <laughs> everywhere or everything everywhere all at once right um uh like a lot of the shit go, just goes on just in day-to-day life like hollywood or no hollywood um and so um I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what you can say, right? Because part of me wants to be like, yo, fuck those people who do But just like, uh, like, yeah, like that, of course. Yeah, <laughs> fuck those people. Yeah. But just like, yo, what do you like? Like, there was a story, you know, this past week of a, of a dude like killing his uh, ex-wife and girlfriend. He, he had a girlfriend in Baltimore, killed her, went out to Columbia and killed her. And it's just like, what the fuck do you even, like, where do you even begin to even fucking piece that together of like, I don't know, man. This is this is a fucking dark world, dude. This is a dark place, man. Where a lot of, and like he he you know uh, one of the people I work with, she she actually knew him. Uh, she used to go to school with him. Um, really? Yeah, back in the day. Um, now, obviously, it's been a very very long time since she actually like knew him, knew him. But um, but uh, so so i i ended up watching or having to see the the video of him like basically talking about this and like literally like he ends the video by like he's about to go like he sees his i guess ex-wife and he's just like storming in on her and then that's where the video cuts out like one aspect of it is yeah fuck this dude then the other aspect is like yo, how do like how do we get here dude like who like what what happened in your life that you got here yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I, like, there is the, clearly the side of me is just like, man, fuck everybody who does shit like this, which yes, I still, <laughs> that is still the sentiment, but also it's like, yo, how the fuck do we get here and how do we prevent this, man? Because it's like, this is it. And, and to even say, oh, well, we have to end shit like this. This is like, well, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, <laughs> like, what do you, how do you even begin to like piece this apart to like prevent shit like this? You know what I mean? Like obviously having people talk more and having people put drag shit out into the light i feel like is 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 super helpful but at the same time it's just like you know so much of this shit goes on and so much of it goes on untalked about you know yeah um and uh i don't know whatever i'm going off on a tangent but just i don't i don't even know where to put this story uh honestly and i didn't know i was gonna have this kind of reaction to it but um it's fucked up what happened to naomi harris and and i i want to live in a world where shit like this isn't the norm you know (laughs) like isn't the yeah that happened unfortunately it is Uh, and and the last thing i'll say before we uh take a hard left here is that like i think for me one of the most shocking things is like even if there was a way to change this right and if that change required everybody to be on board even everybody if it benefited like if we all agreed to do this thing to, to make this change so that the problem would never happen again there are people who, but it would require sacrifice. Some of us may lose our jobs. Some of us may lose our income. Some of us would have to risk more than others. 
unfortunately, we live in a world where human nature is is about you know what you said earlier, like covering your ass, self preservation, right? So it's like, damn, you know, I'll liken it to something like equal pay, right? Like, in order for the company that I work for to pay everybody, I would have to go on strike and jeopardize my like weekly or monthly income in order to fight for everybody to get equal pay men women whatever age gender ethnicity sex whatever right and if everybody did it it would happen in a day if the whole company if lost their all of their employees in a day they'd be all right you know what equal pay for would they man like we have never had as many strikes as we, we or i wouldn't say never but we have so many fucking strikes going on right now and the companies aren't like, oh God, like let's do this immediately. The companies are like, yeah, all right, go on strike. We'll find other people <laughs> yeah. to, to, to fulfill these roles. But you know why though? It is, it, it is just that, right? Like let's say, um, you know, let's let's just theoretically, let's say we work at a, at a company in Baltimore downtown and there are a hundred employees who work for the company, right? Yeah. Let's bump it up. thousand employees who work for the company and there's unequal pay across the board. And employees send out like a you know a petition to all every employee like hey on Monday morning at nine a.m. we're all gonna like uh, uh, stage a protest outside the company building right mm-hmm. if everybody shows up we'll get uh, you know we're likely to get equal pay for everybody right no, uh, but- the problem is a lot of people are still gonna go to work that day and just go right inside and do their jobs because they're like you know what. I'm not willing to sacrifice what I have in order to get what you want. Well, and but here's the thing, man, is, is that like you don't know what everybody's situation is. Right. So somebody who is talking about staging a uh, walkout. Well, fuck, man. Like, I don't know if I can risk my benefits right now. My fucking daughter was just diagnosed with, I don't know, some disease or something like that. And and I can't I can't risk losing my benefits in the middle of her needing all these treatments and doctor visits. And it's already going to put me into bankruptcy, let alone if I lose my insurance right now. I can't risk that. Right. Or somebody who's just look, man, I, I I mean, yeah, it's not that it's, it's bad for me, but not that bad. Like, I'm okay with the thing that I'm, you know, I mean, so it's, what I'm trying to say is, is like, it, 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 I wish it were that easy to be like, and, and, and honestly, sometimes even if everybody does walk out and be like, all right, let's do this and we're going to put stick it to this company. Again, like I'm saying, we're, we're literally watching it right now. People doing this, whether it's teachers, whether it's uh, like I know people from Kellogg's are striking right now. People from um, fucking Nabisco are striking right now. Yeah. John Deere, people are striking, right? And the companies are still kind of like, meh. Yeah, because okay. they can find somebody else, you know, because like the, there are always going to be people who are like, you know what? Like, either, either find somebody else or they're like, you know what? Honestly, you guys can walk away. We just get fucking like I was I, I have an obsession with watching how, how it's made <laughs> uh, the show on, I think, the Science Channel or whatever. Um, and just like it's it's like they just put people there just to say that they have people there because they're like, really, we could just do all this shit automated like we really yeah. don't need anybody, <laughs> but we do it to save face. So I feel like some of these companies are like. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, even if you had the power to, like, get every employee across a certain company to, like, say, we're going to shut this shit down. Yeah. And, or, or, you know, you give us equal pay, equal rights, whatever, whatever we're asking for. You know, if you, if there are a thousand employees, half of them are probably still going to show up to work and be like, yo, I'm fine with not being paid equally. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with not getting the benefits that I should have. I'm fine with you making less than me, whatever well, the thing it might be. Well, uh, all I'm trying to say is, is that, like, I don't, I don't think it, you can leave it up to the company. It's just like 
you know, we're, we're talking with the sexual assault thing, right? Like, I don't think you could just leave it up to the people who would perpetrate sexual assault and be like, all right, we're just going to try to like, you know, talk to all of you. And like, although I, I think you sh- like people who might go in this direction, they should definitely seek some sort of professional help or there should be something provided to them to be like, yo, why the fuck are you the way you are? And I'm saying it clearly and not the way that people would respond well to it, but what the fuck is wrong with you, right? It basically, yeah. right? Um uh but like, you know, these these people who are going on strike, it's like it, it shouldn't be solely be up to them. There should be a government that steps in and says, look, we're gonna set some basic fucking guidelines here. We're gonna set a minimum fucking wage, right? Where you can't be paid less than this amount, right? But because that doesn't happen from like a federal level even sometimes even like a state level well then now you just leave these companies to be like yeah we'll do whatever the fuck we want they're like yeah. you, when you leave it up to them they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do especially if they're if they have tons of power tons of money and they can try to like you know so there's uh what's called union busting so basically yeah. just the companies basically trying to convince everybody and they use really like dirty ass tactics then they confuse people in terms of um having them question like the tenants of uh, uh of a union and shit like this so just long story short there's just so much so many fucking different sort of ways into this but i think that the ultimate thing for me is, is that there should be something outside of these companies that come in and say okay we're gonna set some fucking basic standards there just like we have you know like the epa right which you know of course they gutted in our our last administration but the epa is here to be like yo niggas you can't just fucking throw your toxic waste into the fucking river right and then they even try to still do it you know um uh but there should be something else out because leave up the companies they'll do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah and and not think twice about it so yeah but anyways anyway let's uh let's take a hard yes yeah, super hard super hard super left. hard turn um i'll tee this one off so uh cowboy bebop one of my yeah. favorite animes of all time um, Three, I mean, two, absolutely one. Astounding, uh, anime uh, through and through art, creativity, music, everything. Yeah. Uh, recently uh, released on Netflix in the live action series, and just like that, canceled. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is ruthless. Uh, they didn't even <laughs> give this, this this show a chance. I feel like they was like, yo, first four episodes not getting the ratings we want. Cancel this motherfucker. No, but it, but it, apparently, uh, so from this article from uh, THR, uh, the Space Western uh, had a rough reception. The 10 episode series garnered only about 46% positive critics uh, ratings and review on t- around Tomatoes. Fans uh, seem to agree, giving the show about a 56 audience uh, uh, score on the site. According to Netflix top 10 site, the series ranked almost uh, up almost 74 million, uh, racked up over 74 million uh, viewing hours worldwide since its debut, so it got plenty of uh, sampling out of the gate, but it plummeted 59% uh, of the week uh, for the week of November 29th uh, to December 5th. So maybe it was the the the, the following yeah, week. It just seems so fast. And I, now, granted, I, I do know that they did release t- all 10 episodes, right? But one of the things about this is when you release all 10 episodes, like instead of like going week to week or whatever. Now everybody sounds like tuned. I've been saying this for like the past like three years, and everybody's been, oh, oh, maybe. And now everybody's saying what, that what we should. Say? No, that exactly that. That, that things should be week to week. Now, I don't think that that would that would have helped the show at all. I think that might have actually dr- drug it out in terms they, of just everybody hating it increasingly more with each week that they release an episode uh but i i'll you know and i'll let you finish before yeah. I, yeah. I, I was gonna say i, I don't know, i think maybe that maybe because it was 
things like these are set up for failure, right? When you love the original thing so much, yeah, and you have expectations, and I, I feel like that's what people, a lot of people have for stuff like this is expectations. So they're watching the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action series, and they're like, "Well, this is nothing like the animated series." Yeah. Well, of course it's not. Like, there's no way that it could be. Yeah. But it it is still. A, there, there's still a story to be told here. You can still very much enjoy the thing without trying to compare it to the other thing that you already love so much. Um, and when you do something like release the entire episode, you just allow for for people who weren't fully on board to just criticize every every bit and detail of it. Uh, but it, but right again, I, I feel like they were going to criticize it like no matter what. Like it literally, like if they took the same ten episodes and they released them a week apart from one another. You think it would have been the same? It would have still been the same. In fact, it, again, it, it might have been worse because then at least people, like, people wouldn't even have, like, the full story. So you'd have to sit with each episode. And so I genuinely think that people would have even picked it apart even worse if it was drug out week to week, right? Um, what I can say about this is... Fortunate for Cowboy. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I actually enjoyed it in the sense that I just took it for what it was. Yeah. I wasn't trying to impress upon it. What I, in fact, I remember sitting on this very podcast watching the trailer, and being like, "Yeah, I don't know. This shit looks a little, <laughs> this little shaky to me. I don't know." Um, but I don't care. It's fine. Like I, I, I and again, I, I watched Cowboy Bebop actually more recently. Did you finish the whole series? Um, the live action or the uh, anime? Uh, both. I, I finished both. You finished? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I absolutely, I adore the animated series i yeah. i just I, I i love everything about it um but i i even said like again when we first were doing watching the trailers for for this it's going to be hard to replicate the 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 the, the soul of cowboy bebop which is yeah. what they tried to do I, weirdly enough i think they tried to, to mimic it too much i think they clearly they, think they should have had a bit more departure from they should have stylistically speaking mm -hmm. meaning that yeah. they i think they should have come up with some more original style than yeah. trying to just like so for instance one thing that just kept bothering me was that spike was always wearing um the spike clothes right mm -hmm. but it's just like this is fucking it's supposed to be live action like have him wearing other shit like i like it was cool in anime because it's like you don't really fucking think about it in anime but when you're seeing a dude just you walk around in the same in the fucking and all, all the and, and i guess they 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 showed it that he had a closet full of, uh, did you finish watching the the no no I didn't okay. watching it. but uh, they he had a closet and they all had like the same he had like the same outfit it's like what the fuck why, why does he have 20 yeah, of the same outfit uh doesn't really make too much sense but I, I don't know. There, there was a there to me. There was a little bit of a charm about the series that I was just like, you know what? I I, I, I don't I don't I don't love this clearly, but yeah, eh, it was okay. You know, I've I've seen worse things, and it, and it's uh, shout out to JP. Um, he 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 was like, yeah, it's a little campy, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly how to describe it, is that in some areas it's definitely campy. But if you're not like, I feel like the people who were just so in love with the original anime they could not let go of the fact that this was not going to hold up to that like sure. it, it, sure. but but there was no way anything was ever going to hold up to that it's a fucking anime from 1998 that was super stylistic yeah there's just like no iteration like what what um when they when they try to do akira right um not akira um ghost in the shell mm -hmm. uh with scarlett johansson that shit didn't fucking 
it was nothing <laughs> like the, like the, the like the anime or at least they, it was so good it was so good and also they they kind of missed like what the Gosh, intention don't try to do Akira that's going to be if they try to do something like Akira oh I think it's actually like already in the work really? uh, works yeah um, yeah that's a, that's a setup for failure it's like trying to do like yeah again they tried Dragon Ball Z uh, but to be perfectly honest probably Akira is probably a little bit more doable than Cowboy Bebop you think I so? think yeah Cowboy Bebop is so fucking distinct stylistically yeah that it's just it is there's just but Akira is is a little bit more like and we've kind of already gotten Akira right like uh, Chronicle was essentially kind of just Akira right and and that seemed to work um, I, I think you could definitely do Akira that you could fuck it up clearly right but there's a way to do that that's not as hard as Cowboy Bebop it just seems like it's an impossible feat to like capture that same I don't know you know, you know when like yeah. you, you know when you have something in a restaurant you have a meal in a restaurant, delicious. Oh my god! You try to like look up the recipe and then make it at home, and you're like, something's missing. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they didn't put in this ingredients list, but yeah. something's missing. That's exactly what the fuck it was with Cowboy Bebop. It's like you were never going to recreate that restaurant quality dish. You're missing some ingredient that's just impossible to get your fucking hands on. You know. Um, so, yeah. am I sad that it got canceled? I'm only sad in the sense that I wish they would have at least giving us maybe like one more season to like yeah, yeah kind of okay like let's maybe like follow it up with something let's see if you guys could do a little bit something a little bit more than what you did in the first season um but i'm not gonna lie like it i'm not gonna like like miss it like i'm not gonna be like oh my god this is uh, yeah uh, i didn't get to see the end of this it's like nah so whatever to your point though i do wish that there was a second season here that we could like you know maybe you know maybe we like shake off the you know the the dust or cobwebs or whatever the analogy is like we we try and further depart ourselves from what we loved about the anime and and give this live action a chance um but netflix is just like nah the numbers aren't there which means the money isn't there and we're we're we're, we're in this we're in the business of making well i think it's the fact that it was universally disliked like from the critics from the audience and then and people were just so adamant that they hated it yeah <sighs> It's like Netflix is like, yeah, well, why continue with something when we know everybody kind of hates it a little bit? That is true. Like, people are watching it, or at least did watch it for some time, and then it clearly, like, people didn't watch it. Like, you know, I guess within the second week that it was out, or third week that it was out, that it just plummeted as far as, like, the the viewership. Netflix is like, well, why are we keeping this apart? This is not like Stranger Things, where everybody just is like, you have, like, some super diehard fans of it. It's something that clearly it's the opposite (laughs) or there's a group of people who really fucking hate this thing so it's like well why keep it around if nobody's actually going to watch it and then on top of that people kind of hate it yeah let's just cut it so i like i understand it from netflix's standpoint but they are fucking ruthless um there's been a number of shows that netflix has canceled that i was like god damn just give it just give it one season like you know what i mean or just give it a couple seasons but you know what are you gonna do they, they did come out with another fucking tiger king Season two of that. Like after the first Fuck. few episodes of Tiger King, I was just like, you know, this is a crazy, interesting story, but I'm I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I did get to the end of it, and I was just like, I mean, I guess it's a wild story, but I don't understand how it turned into the fucking cultural phenomenon that it did. But nobody's fucking talking about the second season. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even, <laughs> like the degree to which nobody gives a fuck about the second season of Tiger King is hilarious this, that show definitely had its 15 minutes and then I was yo like, i was i was absolutely done with it the only thing that would have made it hot is if joe actually got out of jail that that's the only thing that would have made it hot 
Remember, remember, like earlier, like during the Trump administration, where like they he was like asking for a pardon. He literally thought that Trump was going to pardon him. Yo, he was getting ready to yeah. dip out. I Trump was like a limo there waiting for him. His yeah. lawyers, like everybody, he he was like he packed his bags. He he was ready to get out of the cell block. Yo, yo Trump was like, I'm worried about taking over the country. Okay, I, I've got an insurrection going on. I don't have time to be sitting here yeah. pardoning <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> Oh man! Right, um, let's let's, uh, let's jump into this last story here tonight. Yeah, I I was thinking of either we cut it or uh, let's just talk about it super quick. Uh, uh, super quick, super quick. Yeah. Um. So as, I guess this comes off of the heels of uh, Chadwick Boseman's brother, um, and I don't have his name here. Do you know? Do you know yeah, him? Uh, Derek Boseman, I believe. Derek Boseman. Yeah. Uh, recently, like issued a statement where he was like, he believes that uh, it would have been Chad's Chadwick's wishes to have. Uh, the, the role of T'Challa in the Black Panther recast uh, that sparked uh, essentially internet um, uh, uh, conversation around like who the next best actor would be to uh, take up the role of T'Challa as a Black Panther in the upcoming Black Panther Wakanda Forever film. Um, this uh, this like online discussion has sparked a uh, forty five thousand signatures on Change uh, a petition on change.org. 45, yeah. Uh, as, was it? Nearly 45. Nearly 45,000. Yeah. Um, as well as a, a, a trending hashtag, uh, re- t- recast T'Challa. Yeah. So, really interesting one here. I, I, I wonder how Chadwick would have felt about this. And I also would like to imagine that he would have been like, you know what, like, this is such a great film, such a great story. This is not something that, like, I think, and the fans want to see more of it. I do think it is a fair consideration to recast uh, or cast someone else in the role to play T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not T'Challa, but to take on, the like, the Black Manther mantle, right? Um, maybe it's, you know, a, a, another relative, another family member, uh, someone with. Well, I think that's the direction they're probably going to go with, right? Yeah. Uh, um, in what Wakanda Forever. But like donning the Black Panther suit, like that sure. is Black Panther. Yeah, but I think that I think that yeah, I think that the the key thing is here is they're they're wanting T'Challa to be recast. They're, they're not talking about the the idea of Black Panther as in like a superhero. Mm-hmm. They're talking about literally the person who would be. I guess Black yeah. Panther is, uh, and I would be open to that as well. I mean, I'm not like super against it, but um, so this discussion has sparked. Uh, obviously, there are going to be like you know rumors and like name drops of like who would ultimately pick up that role or step or you know put on the suit. Um, so one of the things I wanted to do here was like maybe get your idea of like, do you have any ideas of like which actors you think could step into this role and, and maybe uh, and, and pull it off. No, because I feel like whoever would step into the role would have to be distinctly different from Chadwick Boseman. I don't think you can get somebody who's just like a carbon copy of not to even say that somebody could be a carbon copy. But I don't think you could try to have somebody and just like, guys, this is basically Chadwick, right? Like you got to have somebody who's like really different. And I and I, I do think that they should probably go with somebody who's like relatively unknown, you know. Um, Chadwick was not unknown when he when he stepped into the Black Panther role. He's had many iconic, uh, you know, uh, uh, roles prior to Black Panther. It was a steal that, uh, you know, Marvel was able to get him to to to, to play the role. Um, and honestly, I think the reason why it kind of hurts is because yo, he was like the perfect. Like yeah. he just everything about him was just like his swag was just like yo, he was T'Challa. You know what I mean? Um, 
uh, and it, 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 that's going to be a hard thing to, to replicate. But I, I wanted to kind of circle super quick back to the idea of doing it in first place of, of recasting. Um, I assume that since you're tr- speculating on, you know, if you know he should be, uh, on who should play, you know, I assume that means that you think he should be recast, or that the the the, I, the role of T'Challa should be recast. If they announced that the role was being recast, I would not have problem with it so long as it was an actor who could credibly pull the role off like someone um seasoned with with you know a body of work under their belt where i I know that they're going to do justice to this role um i I can give you a short list here of you know what let me give you a short list here and like what i want you to do is give me simple yeses or nos of whether or not you would be okay with them right uh so i'm gonna I'm going to shoot here. Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight. From Moonlight. So he's the main actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Donald Glover. No. Lakeith Stanfield. No. Uh, John Boyega. Maybe. Okay. Um, Caleb McCall. <laughs> he's too young. <laughs> No, dude's like twenty now, dude. Really? <laughs> Those Stranger Things kids have grown up. Probably, probably. <laughs> uh, m- maybe the Caleb. I don't know if physically he could, he would be able to pull off this role. They'd have no, to come juice on. him up. They'd have to give him the super soldier. Come on, serum. come on, yeah, yeah, you know how they they do have that. It's called steroids. <laughs> <laughs> um, John David Washington. John David Washington. No, um, my only gripe with John David Washington is is um obviously after seeing Malcolm and Marie. Maybe my opinion of him has changed a little bit, but I would not lie that I, I would be lying if I said that um, Tenet didn't hurt my perception of his ability to convey various <laughs> amounts of emotion. Mm-hmm. There was not a whole lot of emotion <laughs> going on in in Tenet. That's true. Um, he was probably the one of the. He's clearly him and um, uh, fuck. Who's the new ba- uh, uh, Robinson or damn? What's his name? Uh, um, Pete Robert was Pete. <laughs> It's something, right? Uh, vegan Batman, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Um, uh, they were clearly the best two actors in, in, in the movie, but uh, I was just like, this is a little hollow for my taste. But Malcolm and Ree brought back a, a lot of emotion, and and but I don't know that that would be that'd be iffy for me. Yeah. Um, not not saying that he's not a good actor. I think he's a, he's a, he's a perfectly fine actor. I just I, I want T'Challa. And again, I I, I kind of want them to go like I, I want them to not just give us somebody who, man, doesn't this guy remind you of Chadwick Boseman? I want you like I want them to own the role for themselves because that's the only way that I would find it believable. Yeah. If they're just trying to do Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, then I'm gonna be like, oh, you're trying to just basically be Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. It's yeah. why it's why Brandon Ruth I don't think ever worked as Superman, right? Because we were like, yeah, you're definitely not Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, you're just you're just the you're just the he dude. Was set up for failure. Yeah, right. you know, it, instead of making it like a departure from Christopher Reeve, Super, they just try to literally just harken back to that thing. Just like, nah. Yeah. All right. Before we uh, before we uh, get out of here, I want to I want to read you off just a couple more, uh, just because I like this game of the yeah. yeses and the nos. Uh, this one's gonna be funny. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Ice Cube. Son. Actually, that would be interesting. I'd be into it. You think so? I'd be into it. Okay. And he's actually a pretty good fucking actor. He's a very good actor. He's a very good yeah. actor. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with I don't know if his 
West Coast ass could pull off. <laughs> Rolling up in a fucking drop top and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fucking hydraulics is like, whoa, whoa. T'Challa. <laughs> What's up, Blood? Oh, um, I don't know if I should just say that. Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge. Uh, I'm going to go yes. I'm okay. going to go yes. Corey Hawkins, uh, he played Dr. Dre from Straight Outta Compton. He he could definitely pull off the action clearly, because uh, he uh, he was he also played in uh, Twenty Four, I guess the, yep. the mm-hmm. reboot of Twenty Four. Um, so he could p- clearly pull off the action. I, I think he's a good actor. I, th- I think he'd be able to do it. Okay, yeah. All right, just just a couple more more here. I'm going to skip the light skinned dudes. Um, so I don't want to see a light skinned T'Challa. Brian Tyree Henry. As T'Challa, that would be interesting. That would be really fucking interesting, actually. Yeah, I think I'd be into it. I think he'd have to like, you know, be able to fit into no, the suit because he's a bigger guy. Just keep him the way he is. That would be interesting. A fat uh, Black Panther. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Listen, <laughs> I, I like my superheroes in shape. <laughs> Unless they're Thor, right? Fat Thor you, know, was, yeah. you know, but even when he got that sword back or the hammer back, you know he. Put some abs back on. Him. Indeed. The one person who like obviously can't play this role, but I think would be great is Daniel uh, Kulia. Oh, uh, because he's already in. Yeah, uh, he's black already Panther, in. Yeah. Um, you know, Black Panther. Yeah, film. I think you just named all of the uh, prominent black actors in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> male I black actors. Black male actors under thirty. And Google's you, like, we got you. First of all, like uh, we can wrap this up, but two questions. One, um, should Charlie even be a he? Recast a child as a woman. That opens up the field a little Maybe. bit. That opens up the field a lot, actually. Yeah. You um, do some different things there. There's no reason why we can't like, mentally depart from, like, you know, just the gender, right? Yeah. Like, the story could be, the story from the beginning could have been told with T'Challa of course. as you know, the, the queen or the princess of, um, um, of, uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's in the name. Wakanda forever, right? Um, uh, so, and then the second question is, um, sh- again, I going back to the original question, should he be recast? Um, my opinion is too soon. Too soon to recast him. Because wh- whoever they put would put into the role, the shadow of Chadwick Boseman is going to be... And I understand that they put out the example of Superman, right? Yeah. But there, were, there was a lot of time between Christopher Reeves and uh, Brandon Ruth. Yeah, you know, the um, actor who stepped into that role would have to be a brave actor who would be someone who'd have to be able to, uh, who would know that hey, like you might get a lot of uh, dislike, a lot of negative media attention for stepping into this role. So you have to be brave enough to do it. And then if you're gonna do it, you have to fucking rise to the occasion because like you're you're not necessarily being you're not necessarily being set up for failure, but like you're filling huge shoes. It would yeah. be like trying to. Uh, do a new season of The Sopranos and recasting Tony Sopranos. Like, uh, are you but sure? If the, you but again, do this? if 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 they if you wait the proper amount of time, I think it's perfectly fine. Like, if we go in the next ten years without having a new T'Challa, and then they give us a new T'Challa, mm-hmm. I think it'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, you know. But to your point, it was like soon. what two years ago that he passed away. Mm-hmm. Too soon. too soon like we, we remember it too it's too it's too right there anyways ladies and gentlemen that's our show we've gone very extra time here but uh that's that's we, we just love you guys that's why we uh that's why we do th- these type of things because we, we, we why you're here why we're here for sure uh but yeah um 
we will see you guys next week. Maybe uh, it might be a little bit of a condensed episode next week because I will go see was that? Resurrections. What? I'm seeing Resurrections. Next Resurrections. Week. The Matrix. Jesus Is that Christ. What it's called? Yikes. I thought it was called Matrix 4. <laughs> yeah. Matrix 4 yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be seeing that next week. Actually, I might be seeing it twice because I might see it with you early in the day and then uh, I'm definitely going at yep, night. Yeah, buy those tickets. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, anyways, we'll be, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, till then, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for hitting that like button, subscribe button, share button, all that shit. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, with that, I think, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and hit the usual protocol. Yes, sir. Fade out. Peace, ladies and gentlemen.